up? It's Rebel FM episode 371. Oh, that was last time. Fuck, 372. I wasn't here for 371. Yeah. Yes, you were. Oh, did you guys not record while I was gone? No. No. Oh. We did not. Well, there was no emails that went out about it, so I wasn't sure. I yeah. actually thought maybe you guys did one when I wasn't here. I'm Anthony Gallegos coming back from my honeymoon uh, where Arthur Geese did not join me. No. Why? <laughs> no. I mean, we live in California. Technically, that would be legal, but that's not uh, happening. It's probably legal in Hawaii, too, I bet. Chandernay. I also did not join you, but welcome back. And James Faulkner. I was in Tennessee. Uh, I was in a better place. <laughs> you know what? You got out of Hawaii before the fucking volcano went off. Yeah, I probably would have been fine. I mean, I was on a different island, but yeah, I probably would have had my air flights canceled since they probably, canceled yeah. all flights. Right, right. So, well, yeah. then you actually didn't leave at the right time. You should True, have left a could've... day or two later and you would have been stuck there. Womp, womp. Yeah, we would have been stuck, although the <laughs> hotel were that that would have been kind of expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think it's got a cheap air view or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> at a certain point, if your flight getting canceled, I think they'll, they'd probably give you a little. They give you a they give you a voucher for like, uh, for such a fraction of yeah. the amount that it's like it was our honeymoon. We stayed at a resort like right on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was it, it was pretty nice. So I mean, you probably could. I mean, if you got stuck, you could have talked to the hotel and talked about it being your honeymoon, and they would have given you a deal. Sure. We went out of our way to get sunscreen, and this is a little PSA. We went out of our way to get sunscreen <laughs> uh-huh. that is coral friendly, which is not a thing I knew about. Oh, yeah. I didn't know about that either. That makes sense. So, you know, Jamaica suffered really terribly Mm. because it's always been a tourist destination, right? But everyone goes there wearing traditional sunscreen, and it basically, over the course of the last uh, couple of decades, 15 or something like that percent of all the world's reefs are just dead now. Wow. And that that has, like, repercussions, obviously, because then the fish die, which then it... All these things cascade out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and it's all... It's a lot of it, not entirely, but a lot of it is rising acid acidity of the water, which is caused by uh, sunscreen. Know, well, it's partially sunscreen, but also emissions. Oh, CO2 sure. In the ocean. Right. But a big one of it in these corals locally is sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And so, like for reference, the thing I saw was like one drop of sunscreen would be enough to start killing the coral in an area about the size of six Olympic pools. So you have to imagine that's like one drop. And if there's people putting like they estimate in a lot of busy areas, like 400 pounds of it goes in a day, right? Yeah, from people. So now they make, if you're ever going to these places, you should look it up. You can find it very easily. Most of these places sell it now, and it'll say on the bottle, this is a coral-friendly because it doesn't contain a couple of the harsher chemicals. Nice. It doesn't rub on as nicely. There's some things about it that are kind of a pain in the ass. But it's a sacrifice worth making. So you suffer so coral may live. Yes. Exactly. And Hawaii is literally about to pass a law where they don't sell it anymore in the state. Wow. Because because of the fact that people like me who meant well, I realized after I came back, me and my wife did not know this, but... We would put on the coral-friendly stuff when we knew we were going to go water. Days where we weren't, we would put on the unfriendly stuff because it was a higher SPF and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And uh, then we found out that a lot of that still ends up in the ocean. Because you shower. Because you shower and uh, it gets partially treated, but then pumped out. A lot of it ends up in the ocean. Mm-hmm. So it's still getting there, which is why they're just, they're just banning it from wow. the state altogether. That's smart. Good on so, them. But yeah, it's kind of depressing. I mean, you go and you can Will see. Will they confiscate it if people bring it in, I wonder? I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. Huge chunks of the reef you can see are just fucking dead now, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a bummer. But I did get to like, and I did not go on any tours or anything like that. We just went out in the water and be like, oh, mm-hmm. we're swimming with turtles. Yeah. Oh, Turns out Hawaii, I, yeah. pretty nice. There's, yeah. There's an eel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's no, a pretty... I, I, did that, I did that in Hawaii, too. Like, I just went out into the water and was like snorkeling. And I'm like, oh, look, there's a turtle. Yeah, turtle, <laughs> the turtle with his baby, mm-hmm. eels, all kinds of stuff. You're just like, wow. It's fucking you great. You yep. forget about 
that there's a lot of parts of the earth that are just like alive. We went to a pigs, we went to a farm sanctuary. Nice. We uh, saw Avengers. <laughs> we, I don't know. We had a, we went to a magic. He says it like that because we just recorded like a 40 minute discussion about Avengers Infinity War that yeah. will appear after the main podcast for people who have not. We went to a yeah, comedy so that show. We, that way we don't spoil it for you. My wife had gone to this with her mom and I was like, when she first told me about it, I wasn't like too excited to go. Um, but it was like one of the best things we did in our trip. <laughs> nice. It was like a very touristy place, uh-huh. super touristy. Uh-huh. And but it's like you go in and you have to like answer a riddle to find a secret passage that reveals this like beautiful lounge that you go into and you can have drinks before and then you actually go in the magic show in a really small theater. Mm-hmm. And we were selected to be the people up front. One of the people up front where they actually like have you participate in the trips oh, and cool. stuff like that. It, it there was like one uh, kind of funny moment though mm. that was like we got picked. To be part of a trick, and they were like, "Oh, give us your wedding ring, uh, her." Mm-hmm. And then it didn't work though because her and I both have silicone wedding bands. Oh, really? And the whole point of this was it totally involves smashing the ring into uh. tiny bits and then reassembling it. <laughs> so he was like, "What?" <laughs> like it was my moment. He's like, what "The fuck is that?" <laughs> I also just made me realize that a lot of magicians, uh, you know, illusionists. Yeah. is really what they are because you know he's just like oh yeah doing sleight of hand sure it's really interesting but they're also just like what makes the show so funny and great is that they are just like the best improv actors like they're literally just responding to things all the time and buying time like half of it is magic and half of it half of it is them just doing like oh yeah it's misdirection a stand-up routine though almost yeah, in a way totally you know? it's great I, I love i love magicians and magic i don't think i knew that i did I love it. I love it so much. You should watch Penn and Teller Fool Us. That'll give you a whole new appreciation for it. Uh, but anyway, welcome yeah. back. I'm glad you had a good honeymoon. I did. Video games. Now you're Conti- married for really reals. I played a, a little bit of video games while I was over in Hawaii, too. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, well, I had my I had my laptop, and uh, while I didn't, like, make it, like, it wasn't, like, a priority or anything to play, there were times that, like, <laughs> right. it'd be, like, 1 o'clock, and it would be nap time, and I would have had coffee and be like, oh, I'm not going to nap. So while she napped, I played some Battletech um, that came out. Actually, I played some, it came I out played the day. Smidge Battletech. It came out the day yeah. I left, so I was really curious to try it. Yeah. Two things about that immediately: the animated cutscenes in that game are fucking great. I They're like them so too. So good. Yeah. It is very, very good at setting the tone in the world to where I was like, "This is fucking cool." Like, immediately, <laughs> I was like, "I want to play this." And cost effective. Uh-huh. And oh, cost yeah. effective. Yeah. Instead yeah. of fully CG stuff, just that the animated style they do, like yeah, really Hairbrain has done. I believe Hairbrain's done some of that stuff in their drag in their uh, sh- uh, Shadowrun. Uh, Shadowrun games too. And the story is like obviously super cliched, like right down sure. to the fact of ah, oh, it's my mentor, and you know what's oh, going to yeah. happen to well, him. Well, the BattleTech universe is cliched as hell. So, but I, mean, I will say the opening sense. mission opened up in a lot more depressing state than I thought it would. Mm. Like I didn't expect for it to open up in a way where it's literally like, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's just like harsh failure in a way that I did not expect (laughs) on the level that it was. And I just think that the universe it sets is really cool. Like honestly playing it, I was like, man, this feels to me almost what I imagined, like sans the combat, but the world stuff of it and this time you spend on your ship, Mm -hmm. like this almost feels to me like what a Firefly game would have been. Like where we're getting together and making decisions as a crew. Yeah, because you have like on our your... missions we're going to take on, and we're for hire, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And... You have you you become like the right after that first mission, like you become a captain on the mercenary cruiser that rescued you. Yeah, uh, it's like three years later, and then you're the captain. That doesn't really spoil anything. This is yeah. right after the first mission, and uh, 
and like you're talking to your bridge crew about like uh we don't have enough money to repair our mechs and keep the ship running the banks want to foreclose on our ship and take it from us and they, kill we everybody can't and jump because we've we got can't like jump. a lean on our ship uh-huh. yeah yeah and i just thought like that level of like frontier desperation uh-huh. it all gave me those sort of firefly vibes a little so, bit that's a really plus yeah. you could like go and talk with your crew and get their backstory like everyone's yeah. kind of like running from something in that same yep. sort of vibe i was like it just like immediately did a good job of like setting the tone and giving me characters that seemed like like after missions I do want to come back and talk to you like I would like a Mass Effect crew and stuff like that. And that's not at all what I was expecting from this game. Mm-hmm. I was expecting to play this game with like the most basic of storyline in between missions, but really I was just gonna play some turn based Play a turn based tactical game. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny because like that's what I was I was expecting that stuff. Uh, because which is it, because there. which is there because it's harebrained schemes you yeah. know and, and that's the kind of those are the kind of games that they make and right. so I would and you know I was happy like you I was happy to see that it delivered it's you know there's a no don't go thinking that this is going to be like a Shadowrun game where it's like super dialogue driven or whatever because it's not um, but there's uh, you know there are characters and there are motivations behind those characters and the thing that I really like about the way that they put the text on the screen is anything that you hover over or any of the dialogue that comes up highlighted words yeah they have like basically just like you would have like a hypertext link on a web page they have highlighted words that you can mouse over and you can get details about it so that way they can talk in the lingo of the universe and you don't feel lost because you can be like oh what do they mean like the new york times has like highlighted words like when you roll over a word and it shows like what it means right and they don't have to also write it in a way they're like you remember the hyperspace war don't you commander like right exactly sounds like (laughs) (laughs) option one yeah sure option two refresh my memory exactly. right <laughs> yeah, they can avoid doing that sort of contrived sort of thing yeah and... yeah and it's uh and i've actually been like because i you know i knew of BattleTech. a lot of my friends uh uh well a lot of my friends played it in high school but i was never really around them when they were doing it yeah and i played old mech <laughs> um, warrior games but i feel like when you played old mech warrior games there was no story you were literally just doing it to smash mechs against mechs story in the mech warrior games well and, and the you know the battle the 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 BattleTech games, you know, they always looked like fun to me because you know, like I did play like a couple lunchtime sessions with people when I had time. But it would be, you know, like I love the idea of like, oh, you're chipping off pieces of armor. Mm-hmm. You know, like the risk versus reward of like, okay, these ballistic weapons don't generate any heat, but if an arm gets destroyed and it has and it has a piece of ammo in that arm, it creates an explosion which damages the components around it. Yeah. And all of that is in this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the called shots because if you attacking an enemy mech and you take out both of its legs with called shots then it's just out of the game you don't have to destroy the cockpit or anything like that and you like you normally do and you get more salvage yeah as much of it as possible yeah and, I, I, and it has like the the negotiation it has like all these different little elements that i also didn't expect like when you take a contract you can negotiate the different levels of the contract and so you can decide like do i want more salvage or do i want more money and they're inversely proportional and and if you decide that you take a little bit less of each, then you get a better reputation gain with the faction that you are doing the job for. Right. Which can improve future contracts. And yep. And, and like, if you get to their planets later, uh, you'll have better mech warriors that you can hire, which apparently you're going to need to. Cause in like the third mission, I already lost one of my mech I lost warriors. Somebody in the second mission. <laughs> I haven't lost <laughs> anyone. At the very fucking end of the mission. Oh, <laughs> I haven't lost anyone yet. Surprisingly, but yeah, that, it, it definitely is a game that will teach you very harshly, like, oh, you have, you way overextended your really light mech. He's fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just blown <laughs> away. So yep. I'm only 
a couple of missions in. Like yeah. I just finished the second one where someone died, and now I'm at the like. Well, now you we have to decide how we're going to get out of debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I did play all of the first of Herbrand's Scheme of Shadowrun games. I don't think I played the second or all of the second. Mm-hmm. And my experience with the first Shadowrun was that I liked a lot of it. I liked a lot of the systems, but that it felt very shallow. Like, it was rough around the edges for sure. Not just that it was rough around the edges, but it's like, oh, here's equipment, but there's only like three tiers of equipment, for right. example. And like that's like a key component of its progression, that its progression went did not go far at all. Not in um, terms of equipment, no. It was a lot more story-driven, a lot more character-driven yeah. in that way. But, but I like agree with you. But like as an RPG, those... like outside of the story, like it just, yeah. there wasn't a lot there. And so I guess my question with this is that like, is this like that or is this a much more gameplay driven oh game? man it's got like so many components well, and I, so many things that you have to balance but it's not like Shadowrun didn't have a lot of components because it had like a lot of character classes with a lot of different possible equipment mm-hmm. but it's like if you're a hacker it's like there's only like three levels of deck like oh i see yeah 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 well in in this uh you know i don't know about the i don't know much about the battle uh, the BattleTech, uh, you know, mechs themselves. Um, my buddies that are, you know, we were talking on our uh, game Slack channel. You know, they know all the model numbers and everything. Sure. Like, so, so they know like which one you use for this, which one you use for that, and like all of that is in the game. But there are definitely different tiers of the weapons too, and like you don't find them until you get into the harder missions. Like, and and, and I think. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. I, I think to your point, it's like. Right now, I haven't done any hardpoint customization. I've just kept my mechs kind of stock. Right. And I think eventually it's like you're saying, yeah, you're going to take the higher tier laser, but then that's also going to mean that you're going to have to compromise by removing another weapon and adding more heat sinks. It's like... Yep. There's, Which is super important. Yes, yep. so you can super get into that <laughs> Battletech-y things that you expect. Like, if you have played other Battletech and MechWarrior games and you're not sure, like, if they were true to form... You can overheat yourself in one in one go, right? Like if you, if you have like four medium lasers and, and a couple of ballistics, them all you fire them all at once. It's a mistake. Yeah, and uh, and the the environment matters. Like if you're uh, if you're on a moon or Mars like planet that has no atmosphere, there's no way for you. There's no atmosphere for you to vent your heat into. So you're. It's actually you know you're on you're underneath the sun on the moon. It is very very hot. Instead of very very cold, yeah. or if like you're on a terrestrial surface, like like an inhabitable surface, if you go into water, right, like, that cools you down, right. which and is yeah. something that was in the previous MechWarrior. And games. you have to think about uneven ground because if someone shoots you or punches you on uneven ground, it's the high likelihood you're going to get knocked over. And, oh, is that and it part takes of it? Yeah, totally I didn't know get that. Back up. Yeah, there's yeah. when you see on the moon, you'll see rocky ground, and you yeah. mouse over it, and it'll be like uneven oh, rough ground. terrain. And oh, you're like, okay. Oh, I that's... thought that just limited your movement. I didn't no, know. That yeah, it, oh, you are wow. more likely to stumble and fall as well. It's very tactical game. Melee attack by walking into things. You can also jump jet and land on things. Yeah. But if you have a smaller mech and they have a heavier mech, you can actually damage your shit. If I you think you, I think you things. almost always damage your shit no matter what. But it can be like if you have a bigger mech and you jump jet onto somebody, you take less damage. But you, every time you do that, you take quite a bit of stability damage. So there's right, you like you can get knocked down in yeah. next turn. And then there's so many different types of damage in uh, in in BattleTech. There's you have your armor. Uh, which can all take damage, and that's that is like component dif- dependent, you know, like legs, legs, different pieces on the chest, head, arm armor, uh, and then there's uh, uh, internal structure damage, yeah. 
And you can take both types of damage from one hit. You know, they don't have to necessarily penetrate all the way through your armor in order for you to take structural damage. Yep. And the structural damage is the stuff that you actually have to pay money to repair. So that's the thing that you're trying to keep from getting damaged. So I have done the things where I get in trouble and it'd be like, oh, my left arm is like in really bad shape. So even though it, it it's a bad firing angle for me and I can't get all my weapons online, you'll turn my right side of my body to face the enemy instead of facing them face forward. Yeah, it, it definitely, like, nails all that. And, and as far as, like, the classifications of mech thing goes, the game starts you off with that best medium. But obviously you're going to end up things like the Mad Cat and stuff like that, which are, like, the big fucking mechs. Like, that's <laughs> right. going to be a thing at some point. Yeah. You know, yeah. so... I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, and, and the, those, if they do it true to form, which I'm sure they will, will literally, like, double the size of the mechs that you have. Wow. Right there are... They are on a scale that is like will make your your smallest mech just look kind of like laughable. And isn't there like some point where like the mechs are so big that you can't actually put jump jets on them anymore? That's true. I'm almost positive. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I love the jump jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's it's just got a cool feeling. Like even just some of the missions you're doing, and like, and there is like a through storyline to it mm-hmm. as well. It's not like just can we survive on the frontier how long we can survive on the frontier there's like yep. a, a meta story to it there's like an intimidatingly large amount of shit going on at any given moment in this game i think it'll become manageable though once you understand it i agree like when i sat down with that guy the first time and he's like tell me about contracts and i was like oh this is too <laughs> much but eventually i was like ah, oh, it's not so bad yeah i mean i like, started to figure it out I think the between mission stuff, if you could get into XCOM, this should not exactly. be like too intimidating. Yeah, like, there's, there's a little more like run up to get off the ground, but I think that once you do, it is very similar in amount of commitment and engagement to the between mission stuff in XCOM. And you're not yeah. building bases or anything no. like that. But right. I think in mission, like there are a lot more variables than the XCOM stuff. Like Yeah. Um I would agree with that. Like not, you, not to shit on XCOM. No, it's, not it's at just all. Something different. This right. is like, this is a hardcore nerd pen and paper RPG kind of shit, and I think that that's what BattleTech was. Oh yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. Um, and it's very true to that idea, like that sort of pen and paper ideal of like a shitload of stats, like which is the only way to sort of quote realistically um mm-hmm. like role play this kind of thing oh yeah the the when i was talking about you know my buddies that would play in school it was the pen and paper version and you have like your sheet in front of you that has the outline of a mech with all these bubbles that represent your armor and you're like coloring in bubbles in pencil to like show your damage it's fucking mech dnd it is it's it's simulator mech dnd it's like it's like dnd has a certain amount of like roll the dice you hit but like, like if D and D and Flight Simulator fucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. about it. It's, it's, just, it's just a little bit slower combat because it is more like tanks fighting than yeah. you know, XCOM is like you know you can kill a, an enemy in one turn easily. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. And, and it's and it's not uncommon that they will give you nine guys you're fighting because they know you're going to wipe out seven of them in one turn. Mm-hmm. And this, it's very much like. Oh shit! It's two mechs at once. Okay, okay. I'm gonna chip away also, with this guy's lasers. Uh, this guy's gonna do this. Just step on the tanks. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Just yeah. step on the tanks. Don't, don't it's win. a lot faster than fucking firing from across the map. Just yep. step on the tanks. Yeah, yeah for sure. They took yeah, me a while vehicle, to that Yeah, too. vehicles are like uh, they they seem dangerous until you realize that you can just run your light mech up to them and stomp them. Yeah, yeah. squish, yeah. squish. Yeah, I was surprised uh, that came. Well, I'm, I guess I'm not that surprised. I had been hopeful for a long time that there would be a cool turn-based mech warrior game. Mm. You know? I mean, like the thing to remember is that it's not Harebrained Schemes does not own the rights to this shit. 
Oh no! Like, yeah, Microsoft owns the rights yeah. to this stuff, and like they had to demonstrate that they could do justice to the property before Microsoft would let them make the games. Mm. Otherwise, well, Microsoft just but there was license. there was a yeah. turn based MechWarrior game at some point years ago because I remember when I went to go see MechWarrior online with Stephanie Shop was running PR, yeah, and she was running for that and a turn based one. And I remember having a demo for the turn based one. I don't think it ever came out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that it did. And so it's like, whereas you know, MechWarrior Online, I think, is still in development. It's well, it's still it's it's still going, and they're about to put out MechWarrior this year, MechWarrior Five. Yeah, so which is Piranha. Yeah. Right? So who does like a ton of stuff and nobody really is aware of all the shit that they do. Yeah. They're <laughs> like one of those developer houses, like a certain affinity and stuff. That's like, mm-hmm. Hey, we helped X, Y, and Z finish their games, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and much the same as like some of the X zombie guys are these days. I mean, they just helped finish up killing floor two. So mm-hmm. it's like, there, there's a lot of studios like that. I mean, yeah, well, talking like, about a game that was in development for a long time. Killing floor two. Yeah. 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 The gun for higher studios. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, it's funny, there's more and more of that nowadays, gun for hire stuff. They're literally yeah, it's, guns it's... for hire, like there's a studio called Art Bully, and all they do, as you might think, mm-hmm. is art. But yeah. they like helped with, this is actually a good segue, they actually helped do a lot of character models and environment assets and whatnot for Prey. Ah, nice. Which I finally played and beat for the first time this last week. I fucking believe it took you this long to play that. That's game. a very madass I game, I feel like. I, it is. <laughs> it so is. I want to well, ask you off air what ending you got. Oh, okay, I mean, it's yeah. the fucking statute of limitations up on that game. I it's think people should play old. that game because it's fucking worth it. It's yeah. a really cool game. I think people had a hard time with it because they thought they didn't expect to be so easily killable. I think that was a lot of people's surprise. I think right. they thought that they would be a lot more hardy in combat. And I had listened to you talk about it, so I went in with the expectations of, oh, I will get fucking murdered. This is survival horror. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a, it's System Shock. You, you run away a lot more. Right. I hadn't played System Shock. I had only played Bioshock. And in Bioshock, you can take yeah. quite a bit more. You can yeah. take a lot of damage it's in not, Bioshock. It's there are two before this game there were two sort of spiritual successors to system shock mm-hmm. which was dead space and bioshock mm-hmm. yeah uh dead space was originally system shock 3 before they decided ah we'll make it its own thing i didn't and, know that yeah there <laughs> i mean there's also like if you look you can find xbox footage of dead space like that's how long yeah. it was in development for yeah that. wow original xbox um, wow and that's like just after they decided to make it not system shock 3 crazy um whereas bioshock has shock in the name <laughs> but is very much like bioshock is like just a, a shooter influenced by system shock yeah. whereas like dead space feels much more like takes the survival right or well and i mean like there's there's the very 100 percent direct reference to uh system shock by that piece of tech that they have in the game that they call looking glass <laughs> Well, yeah, Looking Glass Looking Studios, Glass is the studio that made System right. Shock. Looking Glass Studios, one of my fr- who made a lot of my favorite franchises that <laughs> you isn't around anymore. Life? No, yeah. yeah, I knew that Looking Glass. Yeah, but I didn't think I didn't occur to me that that's that why connection. they call it Looking Glass. And yeah, all that. like when in the game, there's like these three D displays, and they're called the Looking Glass. And I was like, ah, oh, that's great. <laughs> so we can talk about some stuff about that game that we did, that I want to talk about last year, like the fact yeah. that it's set in an alternate history. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that presumes that America, that JFK made us buddies with the Russians, and we made a yep. cool space program together. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you know, like what, uh, and they tell you this very, very early on in Prey, uh, is that you know the 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 space race that happened in the sixties. Uh, basically, the Soviets launched launched a satellite, and then suddenly they see like, oh, there's an alien here in space with us, 
And then so the United States and the Russians work together to develop this huge space station. And then uh, Kennedy doesn't get assassinated. There's like a <laughs> photo on him. There's like a picture of him like in the yeah. in the waiting room of him as an old man behind the, you know, the president's desk. Um, and anyway, like it, it uh, and eventually it becomes owned by a private corporation. And you you are there. Tran- yeah, yeah, like Transtar or TriStar or something. Transtar, I think. Yeah. And. uh um, you play. You can. You can pick. Uh, you're the brother. The si- or, you're, you're the brother, you're or, the brother or, sister. or the sister of, and is the, who are the two of the like the co-runners of this station, basically. Yeah. And uh, the beginning of that game is incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, that beginning of that game is like right up there with like Dead Space Two and Mass Effect Two. And yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So when I first played it. Uh, I was playing it on a PC, and when I got in the helicopter, mm-hmm. there was, like, tearing. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, weird visual artifacts. Mm-hmm. And to this point, I still don't know if those were there on purpose or not. There, it's, <laughs> it's not it's not there in the beginning. Okay. But... It's like Fez. Do you know how to speedrun that game? I mean, I, I, oh, yeah. I got yeah. a shitty no. ending very quickly. Yeah, you can, yeah. You, you can throw yourself into the, the helicopter blades. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's that's that is the quickest way to complete that, that game. That's not the shitty ending I got. Uh, there is like, there is a point where there's an escape pod you can get. Yeah, to. and you can just get in and, and get say, in. "I'm out later, motherfucker." And they're like, "Don't leave," and you're like, "But what if I did?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you it like it's it is a kind of an ending. It gives you a game over screen. But the problem yeah. with that is that if you do it, it kind of spoils like a pretty big hard about the end right the yeah it definitely does then Which you would go through the whole sucks. rest of the game yeah see i didn't do it i was like i bet you if i press this button i could get an ending right now and i'm like all right i'm, I'm just gonna look it up on youtube later so i didn't bother like it 100 percent spoils like a pretty big sort of reveal uh, at the very end that's of the too game. bad and that's a big bummer um but man they're they're speaking of reveals that's one of the things that i really loved about this game there are so many reveals and they're all good like the you figure out you know like who you really are, what the station really is, you know, like what really happens after the game is over, you know, like the reveal that we were just talking about that happens at the beginning of the game where you're not doing what you think you're doing, you know, like uh, it's it's fucking great. It ends in such a fucking massive cliffhangery way, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does. How dare you end your fucking game like that, <laughs> especially when you're not sure if you're going to get another one. Well, maybe they'll supposedly in the supposed stuff that everyone predicts is going to come out around Starfield. E3. Well, I thought it was that th- that there's going to be a Prey DLC released. I, if they have not announced or released a Prey DLC at this point, I do not expect that there will be one. <laughs> but I, I would um, love to be wrong. Like, I'm not saying I know for sure there won't be, but this game massively underperformed, and it was extremely... Well, so expensive. did Dishonored, right? And, and they did a thing for that, but... This game did worse than Dishonored. Like, it's this a, game uh, cratered. I did run across Annalise Gallegos. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> and a she, bunch she, of had a, she had a pretty good role, too. And Damian Lynn. Chris and Rory Mannion. Oh, yeah. And there's Kristen so many. Boyer, yep. And both All people of the twins that, know, that I used yeah. to play Company Heroes with <laughs> who run a robot fighting ring. <laughs> along with Duncan Krasikoff, who was also a guy we used to play. <laughs> so did, wait, did you guys play that game? Like, uh, like what, what were the skills? How did you play it with? Because it's a little bit like... Bioshock and that you can you can go magic you can go more tech it's more know. like day, kind of deus exy yeah that's like, a good so way to put I started it. investing yeah. in more of the alien skills yeah because Sean Elliot who worked on that game mm-hmm. had encouraged me to do so because he thought it was an interesting path and 
I told him that I was, he asked me which skills is best in, and I was like, oh, tech, and he's like, why not the alien ones? I was like, because it warns me that the station will turn on me if I do the alien ones. And I remember him being like, fuck. Like, you know, like, he was like, he's like, it's not that bad, you know, just the turrets will occasionally shoot at you. Uh-huh. And it turns out it's really not that bad. But yeah. that, it's funny that that one line the ending, though. was enough to discourage, uh, see, I didn't know. I, but, I, I almost, I almost didn't, I almost didn't do the alien stuff because of that one line. But then I was like, Ah, fuck it. I want to see what this stuff is. So, like, I started investing. Uh, yeah, it's legitimately that stuff. stuff is super cool. I've yeah, been doing yeah. the alien powers, like the one to drop, like basically, like a a psi grenade and stuff. Yeah, like that. I yeah, mean, exactly. I did like the stuff I do in any game like this. Is just, and obviously, like, hacking. And what powers are going to let me get, get into, into the spaces. most places? Exactly. Like, yeah, that is what I will take. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, I did a couple levels of hacking repair. Uh, you know, upped my suit inventory. Which yeah. also allows the attachments that you can put on your suit, and then I did, uh, yeah, I did like a whole bunch of like psi and alien stuff. Oh, and then I did the stealth stuff, so that yeah. by the end of the game, I was really happy with my build, and I'm hoping that it's one of those games like Dishonored, where no matter what you build, you're gonna have fun with. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the game, I was doing a thing where like I could run full speed without making any noise. I had a hundred percent fully upgraded shotgun. Yep, that's what and, I got as well. Yeah. yeah, and the alien, and and I had a hundred percent fully upgraded golden pistol too. And so like, with with, the, and so what I would do is like these creatures, like the like the weaver and stuff that I used to be really afraid of, I would just run up to because they couldn't hear me, and I would uh, and I'll, oh, and I had the mods so that I took less damage while sliding. Um, so that I would like I would run, I would like fire off like one of the elemental because there's three different kinds of elemental blasts that you can do from the um from the alien cytech and so you know if if they were weak to fire i would be like okay i fire a blast because it does it totally does like the um the super hot thing where like when you're holding down your alien blast it stops time yeah and you can aim as much as you want while it stops time uh and time does not move unless you move which was super cool because i would be running up i'd pause time and fire that blast keep running go into a slide and then shotgun them from close range and like these creatures that were like these terrible terrible things at the beginning of the game that i always had so much trouble getting around by the end of the game i was godlike once i got used to the way that everything works together the secret best weapon in that game is a fully upgraded stun pistol Oh really? Yeah, because like the big, <laughs> the the huge. Monsters, I was always out of not batteries. Not like the nightmares, but like the huge, like floating monsters yeah. that take over machinery. Yeah, you completely disable them. Wow, with a those things shot. were terrible too. Yeah, yeah. I always. Uh, That's awesome. I, I think that game's just. I loved. It. I liked. There's the, so many interlocking systems. I just liked yeah. the recycling element. It felt really Dude, good. Dude, it was so like, good. Especially <laughs> you like throw a recycling grenade into a room, and all of a sudden uh-huh. you're just like, bah, and you collect all the garbage. But like the, the, that sound is really good. And, yeah, the, and the, yeah, all the little yeah. like bits dropping like ting, 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 I, ting. Yeah. I will say, you can turn just about every prop in this game into recyclables that you can like then turn into other stuff. The one thing I'll say, though, is that as you get toward the end, like there's like a finite number of enemies for a lot of the game. But as you get toward the end, that changes. Yeah. And it just repopulates yeah. areas with random yeah, monsters. Yeah, yeah. You can 100 percent run out of ammo and ways to make it in that game yeah i i almost ran into that yeah um which is like a real punch in the balls like it's fucked up that it, that it is willing to do that because mm-hmm. like in the game it it like every enemy in that game is supposed to be like traceable to something else like mm-hmm. and there's a theoretic there should be a theoretical limit to how many fucking enemies there could be in that game yeah right but there aren't i, like, I think it's cool the again coming from as i understand it the more system shocky roots of Things like the glue gun and the mm-hmm. ways that it's the an, gun. it's an environment built 
for you to try and break it in weird ways, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. Like both the glue, the goo gun, where you could get up in places where maybe the, and use it in ways they didn't necessarily anticipate, or even things. But like, I felt like they did anticipate it. Well, they, they every did time, to a large degree, yeah. I think. But I'm just saying they they gave you tools that could potentially make it to where you could fight this encounter or never fight the encounter. You yeah, know, but like, I think that that's that's like very in keeping with what the game is. Yeah, um, it, which I think is is sort of like encapsulated in the Nerf gun. Yes, right. that's where I was going with it. Yes, and the fact that there was... The minute I found it, I just recycled it because I was like, what the oh, fuck? No. And oh, then I, and no. Then I got another one, I and think. Then, and you yes, can. you can. And then, but then eventually I saw I was like, wait, how am I supposed to ever hit that switch? And then I was like... <laughs> the Nerf gun. Uh, yes. <laughs> and the Nerf... And, like, all the... Uh, all the in-game screens in that game are all touch screens, and the, the apparently the Nerf gun has a capacitive tip at the beginning, yeah. at the end of it, so you can, like, use it to hit screens from afar. And uh, so, like, there was there was a time where um, I, I needed to actually complete a mission by touching a screen and downloading a file, and I did it from, like, 30 feet away. And it was and so good. And the looking glass save combination is in the game. What's that? There's, Sorry. like, a specific like four digit combination that's mm-hmm. in like that was in system shock that's been in like every fucking game that's taken oh, really? inspiration from this game oh like, i didn't know that bioshock has a it's in tacoma <laughs> like there is a safe in tacoma it's like the wilhelm scream of combinations uh, <laughs> another thing this game does really good that i feel like is hard for games to do good i feel like dead space 2 did it pretty good hmm. but is any of the zero gravity stuff as well oh yeah it's pretty cool so good yeah so is like going outside the space station i was like like the moment where you see like that shuttle out there and space Uh drifting you're like can i go out that far like (laughs) and you go out and you're waiting for the you're going too far soldier type message Uh and it doesn't happen and i was like wow i can really go all the way out here like that's cool yeah i did go four five one is the code that you'll see in all of these games like it's in dishonored Huh. It's in fucking Bioshock. It's I had no in idea. ASX. Like it's in all of these games, which is a reference to Fahrenheit 451. Right. Mm. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. That's cool. It is in this game because anyway, people before this game was announced, yeah. like knowing its lineage, because there are people who worked at Looking Glass that yep. were working on this game. Like going, they asked if it was in it. Going outside the space station and being able to fly around the entirety of it and intern through a bunch of places to find shit gives yeah. it gives it a sense of space that like. I felt like even Bioshock didn't have because in Bioshock you moved from zone to zone and right. there was that sense of you moving to buildings, but you didn't. It wasn't like I walked around the physical, like space. I, of the I building. can count. I can count on probably one hand like games that have such a realized like uh, cohesive space that Dead like space you, three. Dead Space Three, God Dead of War space One. Um, this is more than God of War, I would say. Because it's uh, a much smaller environment. Well, yeah. and it, it's like it's it, every there is nothing wasted. Everything about the the entire space station makes sense from the outside and from the inside. Once you've been through the whole thing two or three times, like you do by the end of the game, uh, you just fucking get it all because you've been through it so much. And like the only other ones that I can think of are you know uh, Dead Space Dead Space One and Three, Eco, um, this game, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I could, but it has to be places that take. Sp- place in a yeah it takes place uh, arkham asylum is another one the one disappointment i do have with that aspect of it though is that like i definitely at a certain point went outside the station looking for that woman and couldn't find her and i was really oh the one who was uh, alive on the window yeah yeah Yeah. 
Like I went looking for her and I yeah find me too her. I, not even her body and that like, that told, really was disappointing I forgot about yeah. that yeah no I went looking for her, her too because she because she was like <gasps> I'm running out of air and I'm like, I'm like oh I go will pump. fucking get you and, some air and there's like oxygen tanks that you can haul around that you don't need because you never run out of oxygen yeah, it just seems like it's made for that yeah exactly and it's like but no I couldn't find her either what a and, missed opportunity yeah well because they're because later in the game it matters the people that you save and the people that you don't yeah um, and anyway it creates challenges it does. actually depending on who lives and who dies like yeah like letting a bunch of people live can actually get i you forgot that you do come across survivors because i remember that moment where you set up the turrets and you're like we're gonna open the fucking doors are we ready and uh-huh. you're like all right <laughs> <laughs> i always hate moments like that in any games i always kind of feel bad when they die like That's even when it's coming even cool. when i play halo and stuff i'm always like the marine hops on my car and i'm like Oh, you probably, the, uh, you probably I, shouldn't. You should ship home. I, uh, <laughs> I I ran outside of that room. I used the fabricator, the the printer, to make like three more turrets. So I had like seven turrets in Me there. Too, yeah. And then I had a whole bunch of people that were alive. And when it opened the door and the phantoms and stuff started coming in, they seriously lasted like thirty seconds. Okay. And and everybody like we won that battle hands down. Yeah, all it takes is like one. Apparently, like, Siri side thinks bomb, I'm though, talking to her. All it takes though is like one side bomb to come in and just like blow everything around, you know? Yeah. No, but I, I mean, maybe I just got really that. lucky, but they kicked ass. Uh, anyway, that game is very, 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 very good. It's probably really cheap at this point too. I bet. Ah, uh, ish. And it uh, it is also very long if you go through and try to do everything like I did, like because um, I was playing it, you know, like a few hours on the weeknights and stuff like that, and. Uh, I finished it mostly over the course of two weekends by basically just poop socking it from like Saturday morning to like super early Sunday morning on both weekends because I couldn't stop playing. Yeah, it's like a, easily thirty hours, yeah. If you want it to be, I mean, I think for, I for me, like fifty or 60. I was going to say for me, it was a fifty-hour game. I mean, yeah, I spent. And like, I, I at a certain point, like I just couldn't do anymore, like because I had to finish <laughs> it because I was reviewing yeah. it and we didn't get it early. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. James, that game, that game is super good. James, have you played anything? I'm trying to get you. You played the Gal, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I finished God of War. Not I well, not, not finished. finished. I am not finished. You finished the main thread of God. Yeah, of War. I have. I have not done that either. Some of the repeatable things to do. Do you, do you want Valkyries? to repeat them? Well, those, do, those there are, are Valkyries in the game. Like fuck you. Yeah. That's not a spoiler. Yeah. That's uh, a I, I think that's a spoiler. <laughs> do you want? To, do you want? Do you want to repeat it? No, no, not there are repeatable things that you can do. No, well, that's my thing. Yeah. You want to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to get maxed to armor and everything. Okay. Um, the trials. I, yeah, I wasn't so sure if that's a game. Like basically, once yeah. You did we, the through line, would you just be like, all right. Yeah, I think in previous weeks we had talked about like a, a scarcity of mats. It doesn't really matter in the end because in the late game they just give you a bunch of armor that uses the same late game mats that you can farm pretty much. Cool. I think some of the recipes actually change after you beat the game. They might as well. Hmm. Um, but, it, like, you cannot do that shit until after you beat it, which, to me, I don't know. That's not nah, weird. That's that. I'd been doing, I did it beforehand. Mm. Oh, okay. I feel like it doesn't really, like... More specifically, you are not at a power level to do most of that stuff until, like, you were essentially at the end game. Yeah, when you're in the third act, yeah, pretty much. I'm only, like an hour and a half into I, it I, I finished the game I, I was 7 before I finished the game I was level 7 before I finished the game I think I was I might have actually been like 5 yeah because I hate the way that the level system works in that game. Oh, I, I did literally everything I could before I finished the game. Yeah, I didn't have that luxury <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to force myself to finish that game. Yeah. It was definitely a game where I was like I'm glad I get to review this because I want to talk about it but also like 
it sucks that I have to review this because I need to stop now. Like, yeah. This game mm-hmm. needs to end now so yeah. I can write about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I think it is one of the best games I have played in a very long time. Nice. It's my favorite PS4 exclusive. Yeah. It, it is. It has done things like emotionally to me that I have not felt since like The Last of Us. Really? Wow. Um, in terms of just That's like. Good news. It, uh, the way it hits on some of the tones and the gameplay and uh, the of the many things it does well the the fact that there's gameplay elements are reinforced in character and story is something that i you do not see a lot <laughs> no out of everything that pretty game divorced does, a lot like, combat is actually sort of at the bottom of the list yeah. like below like characterization and plotting and mm-hmm. like the way it folds other narrative threads in mm-hmm. and just general like sort of world experience like yeah. immersion like, yeah. like the combat is good but not perfect yeah, yeah that was the first thing that happened to me is when i played it, i was like i kind of missed the old god of war combat but i like i said i'm only an hour and a half and i'm sure i get more into it as you get later in the game as it opens up you there's a lot it just you can felt do. a lot i just felt slow I'm, and i and, maybe and maybe. i repeatedly took a lot of damage because i was still trying to hit square and triangle to do attacks like, <laughs> yeah like it's funny i was never like that until i went like a day without playing it and came back to it i'm like oh fuck is the game broken because it's not attacking and then i'm like yeah. oh right i it, do this thing it was maybe I'm, I'm maybe four or five hours in and like i'm already kind of overwhelmed with the amount of options that i have and yeah the, like i said the I, stuff I, that i can I, do i think it'll take I guess because I come to it with some God of War expectations, yeah. I was a little bit just surprised, you know, at that a little bit. Yeah. But the, the but, thing that I really for the reasons James said yeah. is the reasons that I continue to be like, oh, I definitely have to keep playing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's the easy mode. Like if you're not feeling it, you can just kind of. Although I, although you're I, not a I, I no, but the, <laughs> it's I, the easiest God of War game by yeah. far. But I also recommend that people don't play it on the easy mode because some of the characterization does come through the combat and the, the reinforcement that comes through that. Hmm. Like if, if you're dying a lot, obviously take, take it down, but it's yeah. because that's breaking your experience even more. But I feel like that you'll see the effects. Atreus, the, his son gets better at things as the game pro- progresses. And you see that mm-hmm. like you literally see him getting better at shooting stuff. Right. <laughs> I will say and like acrobatics. Yeah. I don't, yeah. don't want to be spoilery or anything. Cause it's like the first, like, 20 minutes of the game but there's a part where your son doesn't want to kill a deer and you're like oh no i'll help you do it because you're too much of a goddamn weakling (laughs) and then you do it but then that fucking giant immediately grabs the deer and your son turns into an animal and immediately grabs a knife and it's just like fucking giant like before you fight him like and i was just like what a little I can understand you are the son of Kratos you are an insane little child because you have just had the worst dad like man, that just to me. I saw that and I was like, "What a fucking and switch!" His mom, and his mom There's literally a lot of just stuff died. That happens in that game. Yeah. Oh, I have no doubt. Yeah. I was just like, "Oh man, what a little psychopath!" That's what I thought. <laughs> Jesus. The, like the part that I can I can tell like where people are in the game because of the way that they talk about it and like the dynamics between Kratos and Atreus. Kratos and Atreus. Like, because there's definitely like things. It, it's a relationship that evolves. Yeah, and there is. Certainly, a I will turn this boat around point in that game. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I won't say anything more than that. But it's like I p- see people talking about like one yeah. way that the character behaves. I'm like, just wait. Mm-hmm. Just wait until you get to later, and I will see what you have to say. Mm. Um, but no one will talk about it. And that's it's actually kind of remarkable that 
Avenger spoilers are terrible on Twitter, but I have really not seen a lot of people spoil God of War stuff. No, me either. Yeah. Which is good. And there are some fairly significant they're, fucking spoilers big to spoiler. make in that. Yeah. At the very end, yeah. no less. Like, there are some big reveals. Like, that game's fiction goes places. Oh, no doubt. Um, and it it begins in a, in a way that feels much more focused and drawn into like a small story mm-hmm. but it ends in a way that sets itself up to be of a of a scale closer to what people expect from a god of yeah. war game the i don't really consider this a spoiler since we're not uh s- since god of war obviously took place in the greek pantheon of gods and yeah. this yeah. takes place in the north pantheon of gods the game hints that there are there are other pantheons of gods out oh, there. Oh yeah, right? well at this point yeah. nothing would surprise me. I mean, they this can is bring a sequel. Like it is not a reboot. <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah. everything you're thinking is like the game. It, it doesn't it really waste a lot of time. Like it says, like yeah, that this, this is a thing. Like this is possible. Right. Right. There, there's specific references in game. There's when you're in a sure, tomb. Give me when some you're in Egyptian tomb. gods, give me some Japanese gods. They're all possible as far as I'm concerned <laughs> in the God of War world. Like, and all those pantheons are full of people that suck. So <laughs> they're all full of terrible, powerful beings that Kratos needs to kill. Um, did you? I'm trying to think of saying this would be a spoiler. It's not giving away <laughs> a plot element, but like, did you go back once you finished the credit? Once the credits rolled? Uh, did you go to sleep? No. Okay, you have not finished that game yet. Okay, you've not seen the actual <laughs> credits in that game yet. What? <laughs> do, you, do you have to go back to the house? Yes. Okay. You need to go. You need to do that when you get home. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Like as soon as you get home, you yeah. need to power on your PS4 and do that because that is when you will see the the fade to black credits as opposed yeah. to the credits that you see at the first ending in that yeah, game. Yeah. There's a post-credit scene in Cuphead. I was going to say, yeah, they're marveling it. Wow. <laughs> I, but the way that you see the credits in that game, like, the way that game ends is actually my favorite part about it. I yeah. Think. Like, because that is a game that does not do what I think other games would feel like they have to do. It does what it should do. Yeah. Well, it's falling action. It's like climax falling action and actually gives you some falling action. And, nice. A lot of that game is spent in that cycle, though. Yeah. Like, and that's that's a thing that previous God of Wars has struggled with a little bit. And it's a thing that like games like Halo have actually traditionally done well, but not a lot of games have taken from it, which is like, in a Halo game, it's a shooter, but there's a lot of time spent not shooting at things. Like, yeah. You spend time in places and sort of build a rapport with that place. In a way, like that's what you do in PUBG. Like, you spend a lot of time in PUBG <laughs> not shooting at things, like building a relationship with those maps. And God of War is a game that gives you that time to do that i yeah i and i i've been describing the game kind of in like it kind of has three acts to it about three acts and i've been describing it to that like people are like i'm here i'm like okay you're close to the end of the first act Mm -hmm. even though it doesn't there's no like act one act two separated into like stages of grief yeah honestly um yeah there's like the tree is the end yeah. of the first act, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then okay. there's like... Well, then I've just started the second act. I'll turn this boat around. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the last act. Um, And the game gates it, too. Like, you can't actually do everything right away. Not just through, like, your abilities, but the geography of the space changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I had a fantastic time, and I just want to keep playing. 
Nice. Yeah. I'm sad that there's not a ton of content. I still have some stuff left to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to do the fucking Ravens because fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. They're seriously. Actually not that bad. I feel like. I got I got most of them. I've got like yeah, yeah five. The problem with that kind of thing is like there's something like fifty of them. Fifty five. Fifty five. Fifty five. And Which like I wouldn't be surprised if that's like a number key to Norse mythology or something. But. Probably, but I mean the the problem is like you go back and you use a guide for that kind of thing, and by the time you go back and use the guide, you're like, I don't remember if I got that one or not, and then you're going through the guide like double checking every single one that's listed in the guide to see if you actually yeah. got it. Yeah, I wish the interface was better about that. So, in a lot, of, like the interface in the game sucks. Yeah, like the font size is too small. Like yes. that is like the thing that you hear. The font size is way I too small. I want to play it more now because I, it sucks. I'm I was playing it on a like. monitor. Like I was playing sitting at my desk when yeah. I played the entire game. I, I've been playing on a fifty-five inch TV, and I have a pretty small apartment, so we're sitting maybe. Um, even less than that. We're so we're sitting About like maybe six feet. feet. That's si- yeah, four and a half feet. Yeah, four or five feet away from the TV, and it's too small for me. Yeah, and yeah. my eyes On aren't this bad. TV, it's too small. Yeah, like wearing my glasses. Like I can read it, but yeah. it's like exactly odd, right? <laughs> and I actually like. The, I think that they increased the font size between like the review sessions and when the game launched because wow. they got. I I emailed PR and I'm like, hey, did you know that the font size in your game is too small? Yeah, uh, and they said <laughs> that they got one or two other complaints. I bet about you it. someone in the studio. Several someone at the studio knew, and then there was one someone that was like, it's fine. And now they're... <laughs> they were the person that was playing at their desk. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not on a television. That's not... Un- well, yeah, that's not uncommon that most people who try, who are building these games, are playing on a PC monitor at their desk, and they're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> they had to test the HDR. I know they went to a fucking TV every now and again. <laughs> and TV looked at the HDR. Yeah. Not at the UI. <laughs> yeah. The HDR support in the game is also really good. Man, uh... Well, speaking of adventures with your son, or because your son, me and Matt have been playing through <laughs> 2018's The Hottest Game, The Forest. <laughs> when did I uh, So that I game came, like went into early access in 2014. I just looked it up. Wow. That game just came out Tuesday. It is out 1.0. 1.0. And I remember checking that out in 2018 because me and Mitch were looking for something post-Rust. You mean 2017 or 14? 14, because me and Mitch yeah. were looking for something post-Rust. Right, right. And then we were disappointed because it wasn't multiplayer. Yeah. And when I did try it, it was a little too spooky, <laughs> a little too early, and there yeah. wasn't that much you could build and stuff like that. Right. Four years later, unsurprisingly, <laughs> they have made a shit ton of stuff to build. And like, not only can you build like shady survival, survival huts and stuff like that, but now you can build like full scale Ewok villages, complete <laughs> with cranes and stuff like that to bring up stuff to your tree houses. And yeah. most importantly to me, they added multiplayer. Right. So I can run a server. Well, I don't know if that's considered a server. Yeah, I mean, like basically, it's I a, can host you can a match. you can do peer to peer. I can host a match that yeah. I can invite people to. Yeah. And you can play eight people. So we've been yeah. running around with a pretty sizable crew at any given time. It's much less scary with a bunch of people around you. It's still spooky. <laughs> it is, but yeah. yeah, it's like we go now when we go into a cave, one of us can have a torch out while the others are like spearing these monsters and stuff. Right. Like that. that game is still. It's a weird premise though because the game still is. You are a person who starts on a plane. The plane crashes and cannibals take your son. Right. Try and survive and find your son. Except now there's eight of us, so we just collectively refer to it as our son. <laughs> we all got to find our son. Where's our son? And uh, is it all dude character models? Yeah, this is like eight men and a baby, basically. Yeah. Seven dads. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. all. And we all don't look the same. So like, some of us look like, like, 
middle-aged Mexican dude. Some of us <laughs> look like, and and it's funny. I don't know who's supposed to be the character. Eventually, I found a magazine exploring the island that was like, oh, I'm like an actor. I'm like a famous actor. Mm-hmm. And my son and our wife had died recently, so yeah. now we've lost our son, too. <laughs> Eight men drop into an island. Another, the son had a bag over his head, so none of them if it's actually their son. <laughs> the, funny thing is, the funny thing is, though, right? Is They're that, actually trying to find him so they can do a blood test. Yeah. Yeah, whose son it is. The funny thing is in that game is, like, you drop on this island, and there are cannibals, right? And you will come across cannibal camps where there are other people who were, like, travelers who got caught. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, fucked up things, like them with tennis balls shoved in their mouth and tennis rackets broken over their bodies and mm-hmm. they've obviously been killed and some of them have been eaten and those and like yeah in this game that was the fucked up part was you would come across these cannibals and you had to make your camp defensible against them mm-hmm. they've upgraded the ai a lot where tyler told us at least that if you don't chop shit down in front of them and you don't hit them first a lot of them you can develop somewhat peaceful relationships with or they'll just kind of ignore you they don't trust you, but they'll just, like, check you out and leave. We didn't know that, though, so we immediately <laughs> just attacked. And within, it's funny, like, within one hour of the plane crashing, we went from, like, oh, man, the plane crashed, to we have a cabin. We've now <laughs> cut up a bunch of people, and we're using all the savages that come and attack us. We are using, using their, their bones, bones to make, make a fence. fence. <laughs> and also, we are we have now made a, a a meat drying rack, and we are drying their appendages to eat later. We have become it is day one, motherfucker. That's how it happens. And we are yep. the cannibals. Yep. We it was we were the forest. I, and like like we set up a giant effigy that's like a bunch of their severed heads and arms and legs that fire. that, helps, uh, that you might what fire the fuck? that keep them away. Wait, no, you know yeah. what? No, you and I are not allowed to act surprised at any of this. <laughs> this is exactly. No, what I'm just more surprised the game lets you do this. Happen. It does after your sanity drops to a certain point. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so at one point we had a houseboat and we're paddling this houseboat around the island, just like this is like the darkest version of Cast, looking for caves. And I saw a person wandering the beach, and what I said to Matt and everyone, I said, "Oh, there's meat on the beach." But that's what I said. <laughs> We're like, anybody hungry? Like, no, I got snacks. I'm good. Stop making these games so you can stop being this person. Well, and then like you get you get attacked by monsters that are like straight out of Silent Hill. Yeah, like like so the the impression the impression is that these people have been these cannibals living in these caves. You are the monsters. Obviously avenging angels. Obviously inbreeding to where you'll see like people straight out of like that The Hills have eyes. Yes, where they have like eight limbs and they're like fused and Mm -hmm. and you're fighting those and it's like pretty fucked up. I hit my twin in the womb kind of shit. <laughs> yes, 100%. I mean, literally, there was a part where we looked down and we're like, we were being attacked by like nine babies. Like nine deformed yeah. babies. And you walk into this other section of cave and it's, the floor is just littered with these Dead grotesque babies. deformed baby corpses. Yeah. It's a fucked up game and you're just like going down these caves finding... It's a little bit like Metroid where you're finding key things that will allow you to progress further with the ultimate goal. With finding. cannibalism. Metroid with cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to do the cannibalism. Yeah, uh, but after a while, you're like, uh, I am. I have no food. The only thing to eat here is a leg, or otherwise my character's going to die. I, I have I'm a feeling that leg. the thing I like about it is it has all the survival aspects. It has the cool things like we built a fucking zip line that we could zip <laughs> down to our boat with and stuff right. like that. It's got like really fun. Still got those building hooks. Still got all the wood collecting and all that stuff that I can usually get quite into. Yeah, me too. But the thing, I, yeah, and Matt, especially because Matt's like a much more informed and thoughtful builder than i feel like I'm, a lot of people I'm, are i'm disappointed with the building in this though yeah but yeah, yeah. it's just like it's uh the the way that the way that you build stuff and and 
you know, like we finally built a, uh, the base of a platform that was going to be like a, a bigger, like kind of like group home for us that was lifted off the ground. And I go up to it and I try to put walls on it and the walls just like glitch out all over the place. Like they, they, they can't, cause there isn't like, if you do custom stuff, there's no snapping mechanics. Yeah. I really so, needed that. Yeah. It's really, it's, you know, snapping command, <laughs> snapping mechanics can be frustrating. So on the one hand, it's like, oh, cool. I can like freeform build a platform like, and it can be, it can actually have six sides and be like weirdly shaped and stuff like that that's should, cool but it's really hard to actually build stuff on top of anything that's custom you i will play this game and listen to the ravenous soundtrack in the background uh, <laughs> i will say that that game fucks me up a little bit when you kill turtles because yeah these tur- sea turtles swim on shore and they're just like hello i'm a gentle turtle i'm like i just swam with you and then you're just like kill the turtle rip off its shell because you use its shell for rain collectors yep. it's a little bit like enemy mine if you remember that movie i do and so what you're talking about and yeah. you can but yeah. the cool thing is if you have a sea turtle shell with you though and you ever come up on a hill you can jump and put it underneath you legend of zelda shield style and fucking surf down the hill on it well, that makes turtle murder worth it so yeah the, this game has very specific choices about what it lets you do and not do yeah but um, I, I will say the cave i think the thing i like about it is it has some of that survival mechanics which is easy to get into and ultimately it has a path to to like beat the game Mm-hmm. Like I think that it having like a through sort of line I think is actually compelling to me. Yeah, I because agree. now I'm like, oh, let's find the next cave so we can find the thing to because I want to see this through to the end. Do you right. like? Is it beatable in one session or? No, nah, I would say I would say it's probably like a ten hour thing. Is my guess. Yeah, like you. And, and if you were to really focus on beating progress? it, there is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like, whenever I host, I just have everyone join me, and all of us kept our progress up to that point. You know. Yeah. So wherever wherever his last save state no. was at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the yeah. cool thing is, at least when you're playing solo, when you die the first time, if mm. if you're killed by cannibals, you don't die. You wake up in their cave in the dark with nothing on you. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, fuck, you find like a rock and you're like, oh, my God, I have to escape this cannibal cave because they've taken me to fucking eat me. <laughs> like, that game's, no, I'm good. <laughs> that game's fucking dark and scary and yeah. weird. I, I don't think I could really. I don't think I could really play it single player. I tried it would, it the first time I fought. Me. The first time I was exploring cave by myself, mm-hmm. and mind you, I wasn't streaming or anything, so I didn't even have like the added thing of like at least some humans are watching what happens to me. Right? It was no just, one will know when they eat you. Yeah. Exactly. I was just like playing alone in my apartment in Seattle. I think probably and uh, and I came across one of those multi legged creatures, and it just like fucking murdered me in the dark. I was like, Nah, I'm good. I'm good yeah. with the forest. Never again. Yeah. So yeah, I would say if, if any of that sounds interesting, it's twenty bucks. Yeah. I find it to be pretty like if I had a friend that I could play that consistently with. Uh, speaking of someone who, if I didn't already theoretically have a ton of people to play with. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep. Um, I uh, sent. I saw I the, that. <laughs> I like, saw the Pillars of Eternity it two. <laughs> it might be Pillars of Eternity two is coming out. And so I was like, man, I do not remember Pillars 1 at all. So I downloaded that and like loaded up my save game. And I was like, oh, I didn't finish this game. Oh, I thought you I thought you did for sure. I thought I, I, thought I did really too. liking that game. I did really like it. But I, when I was looking at my save file, I was like, no wonder I don't remember the end of this game. I got close, but I never actually did the end. I think I was at the stage of the game where I'm like, let's clear out all my quest log before I do the end Is thing. Is that the point of the game where, where you're like, oh, they really want me to pay for things now? No, no, not yet. <laughs> 
Um, because there, there's not, there's a couple DLCs for that game that I never played either. So I downloaded those and I'm hoping to get through those before, uh, Pillars 2 comes out. Cause it's supposed to be a direct sequel where your character carries over and everything. So, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And Pillars still a really good game. It was like 2015 or something like that. Yeah. Holds up. I'm sure if we went and traced back the day and month that came out and when you were playing it, I bet you it was also like. There was probably some real life thing that happened for you, like work wise or something that was like, "Hi Matt, remember how you like to play video games?" Well, fuck you. Yeah, probably. Or Destiny. <laughs> yeah, it's like, nah, not gonna happen. Speaking of which, are you two gonna play Destiny again? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. The. the... Wow. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's hard. I want to. I want to do the gray layer stuff, but it's just gathering people on one platform is now hard. When yeah. I looked at the Destiny, the Activision phone call, and it was like Jason Schreier of Kotaku talking about like, oh look, which which game is missing from this list of like their earnings call like highlights. I was like, oh, Heroes of the Storm. It didn't even occur to me that Destiny wasn't on that list. Oh, you know, wow. I was just like, yeah, they're 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 like player highlights of how many how good games are doing. Yeah, talked about like basically every Breaking Blizzard game except Heroes of the Storm, and I was like, Oof. Mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh wait, Destiny isn't on there at all. Oh uh, like, wow, yeah, because like player counts on Call of Duty World War Two aren't the peak for the series, but I'm sure that they're managing to squeeze a lot more money out of everyone who is playing it. Yeah, and Hearthstone and World of Warcraft continue to do pretty well, mm-hmm. and uh, Overwatch continues to do really well. Yeah, and so the, the uh, I. They they announced the expansion for Destiny two right. I didn't even look at the article. Yeah, that's why I asked. Yeah. Uh, no, the the is it the, thir- the isn't next it, season? Isn't there is, like a DLC out? Like there is now? a DLC, but it's not one of the full ones. The, right. the, the uh, next full ones, I think, is expected in December. I or no, uh, sorry, announced in September or out in September, maybe. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it revealed re- revealed at E three out in September. Yeah, part, would, part and, and that's the expectation. Is, that's not me. Yeah, part of my anything. problem is a platform thing too, because like. I really like that game a lot better on PC than on PS4. But that's not where people play it. But that's not where yeah. everybody that I know is playing it. You and I can play on PC. We and I can play on PC. We play with uh, Jason, our yeah. buddy Jason. I don't think that. Well, maybe you can. Maybe you can pull him away from Fortnite. He said that he's starting <laughs> to get back into it a little bit. You know, he's still been playing. Destiny? No, Fortnite. Uh, Destiny. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I but feel like also, Des- the old Destiny was the game that broke up a lot of the Dota crew and stuff like that for a while, and it was like such a... I mean, with Dota, there's always, like, games come along and, like, sort of, like, people are like, oh, I'm going to play this for a while. Yeah, I guess just anecdotally, I remember yeah. every one of my friends talking about Destiny, and everyone was playing yeah. Destiny, and now I feel like that that's not been the case as much with I, Destiny 2. No pun intended, but this fall is going to be a real fucking crucible for any shooter, like... Yeah. Because, even for Fortnite and Pub, I think, because... You think so? Well, yeah, because every big AAA shooter this fall is going to ship with a fucking Battle Royale mode. Right, they're all going to ship with a Battle Royale mode, but like, I wonder if that ship has sailed for anybody except I, Fortnite I think and PUBG. if Activision could pull it off and say, hey, Black Ops has like a 50-player Battle Royale mode, like that would gather some I think 50 is reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, th- I, th- yeah, I think it would gather traction amongst Call of Duty players. I don't, you're not gonna, I don't think buy-in. you're going to get people to stop playing PUBG and Fortnite to go play it. I mean, I don't know. Like, a, some people might stop playing. It's not on mobile. It's not. On mobile, <laughs> but I, like, package, some package games still sell a, a lot. Point. Like we've talked about this. Before, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. One sold, I'd like, be interested in the Battlefield one because right. because I like yeah. Battlefield bullet modeling and stuff like that. So that one interests me a lot you more. Know, Battlefield's sort of design already is is built for 
like emergent moments, like emergent gameplay. Yeah, they've already put in cars in their games and stuff mm-hmm. like. Like they've already got the yeah, like the like the physics maps. and the mechanics are there for that. Whereas Call of Duty is a hit scan shooter, and that is it's an, it's an arena shooter. Yeah, yeah. Although Fortnite is hit scan for most things. Yeah, except, like with the yep. exception of like three guns. So I didn't know that. Um, yep. Any Earth pub is obviously not, but um, but I like there will be a lot of focus put on those games, like because they want. Not it's not just like oh well people will hear about this thing it's like there will be crazy fucking advertising around every shooter that is trying to take a bite out of that pie because Activision said on their call that they see this as a growth opportunity for them. Right. Well, it's in it's a new gameplay mode. You know, it's like when Capture the Flag comes out and every multiplayer shooter has to have Capture the Flag. You know, I think it's more like a different gameplay paradigm. It's like yeah. everyone having zombies <laughs> or, or horror mode. Like it's it's that type of mm-hmm. thing. I would go so far as to say, like, wow. Like, people trying to make, like, an MMO yeah, element sure. to their game because yeah. wow did so well. Right. Going yeah, back to, and this one's a lot cheaper to do than make an MMO. <laughs> right, yeah. So, Going seriously. back to Destiny for a second, though, yeah. I think they're set up for a Destiny 1 again where, like, they're making some good changes. I just don't think it's the... It, it's... People will come back, it'll be like, like, like the Taken King was, mm-hmm. where they're always like, oh... I heard the Taken King's really good for the story, and then I realized that a bunch of other changes were made to the game that made the rest of it a lot playable again and like a lot more sticky. Where like with their Go Fast update, they're updating a lot of the um, balance for like um, exotic weapons. Like there's, a, if you've been looking at any of them, they're making exotic weapons exotic again. Like there's, they're crazy powerful rather than like you could have a legendary that was probably. Not even dog shit, but no, no, it was better than your than your than your exotic. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a tough thing in any loot game. Yeah, all oh, right, because yeah. it's legendary and then exotic. Like legendary yeah, you can only have exotic. one exotic uh, equipped right. per armor and weapon. Right. And um, you know, it would it would basically end up like there was, you know, there was pretty much the the one the one exotic and the one legendary that were the ones you always wanted in your primary and none of the other guns really mattered are they making it so exotics can be upgraded now too so there's the masterwork system for exotics as well right. um, but they're just doing also base level exotics uh, are getting yeah, rebalanced but my, but my problem with the my line you know I played a ton of Destiny too you know like I leveled yeah. up two characters all the way to like three hundred and like twenty light level or yeah. whatever on both ps4 and then again on pc so it's not like i don't like destiny 2 but the reason why i'm not playing it now is because like uh i've done all the grinding i want to do right you know and it's like i in and i while i did think that destiny 2's story and the way that it's laid out and everything was way better than destiny 1 i still felt like you know at the end of the day like the that's it Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that with the number of systems that they're introducing through these updates, that with the next big DLC, like mm-hmm. the, the expansion that they now announce, I think that will then bring a large chunk of people back. Because everything that they have done, like they've added raid layers, they've added masterwork, exotics, and legendaries, mm-hmm. uh, the Go Fast update, all that stuff. Then leading up What's to the, the Go Fast update, every they made everything go faster. Like supers come back faster. You, uh, you move uh, slightly faster. I um, see. They changed the way that, um, well, not Dex. What was the movement one that everyone thought was underpowered? Movement the, one. Do you know? Do you know how it had um, not strength, Dex, and whatever? Like each each one had oh, its own yeah. that yeah, yeah. that attribute. Uh-huh. Whatever the ones that the hunters were really good at, which uh-huh. changed. It was like 
movement, I guess mm-hmm. was the one. It yeah, was, I think so, yeah. We were, but it only affected your strafe speed. Like they yep. changed it so it changed other things as well. Oh, interesting. Um, so they did, they did a really big balance update, like a massive balance update that changed a lot of the game. Huh, interesting. Um, well, that's cool. I mean, like I'm I'm glad that like there's still enough player base and everything to like keep it going and keep them wanting to make more. Yeah. The. Uh, yeah, I just fell off of it. You know, I fell off of it the way that I fell fell off uh, all of the second tier MMOs that I used to try when I was playing WoW yeah. a bunch. You know, yeah, I just I just think it's it's relatively easy for people to come back to a game like this. True, um, especially with that expansion, where they'll have whatever onboarding or like path for that, like where you hey you haven't played in a while. Here's all these new things that you can <laughs> right, you can right. do, and like again, Masterworks are a good example of the depth that they're adding. Like those aren't you have to grind those grind for those and they'll take some time to upgrade and everything like that again that's something that should have maybe been in from the beginning mm-hmm. um because that's like an actual deep system that like you can feel like you're having progression beyond i got the gun right what is <laughs> what is having more than one of the gun actually mean like right. or like why would i spend want to spend more time with this gun and upgrade it or commit mats to it so right but you know i i still get I get tired of grinding at the end game for, uh, you know, multiplayer RPG elements. Uh, every single game, like, I've fallen off because I get tired of the grind. I don't, there's not, the grind is never strong enough for me in pretty much any game, and I don't think Destiny is going to be able to solve it. No. For for me to be like, I've got to collect it all, or I've got to be the best of the best, you know, like, I, I look at a, like, I'll look at somebody else, I'll do a, uh, uh, I'll inspect somebody else's character and you know because they're like max light level and have everything maxed out and stuff like that and i don't go i want to do that i i go i look at that and i go like ah oh, maybe i want that one thing that they have but i'm never going to get there it's just too much fucking work and you know that, if, I mean, that's it, where i fall Destiny off it's kind of always been a job i guess it had it has been but i mean i think i wanted the job to change more for destiny 2 and it didn't change enough from destiny 1 but the the key to them keeping people engaged is to require as much time as possible right i don't, yeah but it's also like the way that like diablo functions the same way yeah like but i mean like but what diablo does is what i wanted the uh um the infinite forest to be I wanted the Infinite Forest to be like Diablo, yeah. so I could be constantly going into different levels. I feel yeah. like I don't know what the fuck Diablo's business model is, though. Whereas Destiny's business model is like packaged goods and microtransactions. With Diablo, it's like, well, we sell the game, and that's it, right? Like, I and, mean, and co- cosmetics and cosmetics. Are there cosmetics to buy in Diablo. Yeah. Which I don't know. There's a store I think you can buy shit in. I haven't played Diablo in forever. I don't know. Played it not that long ago. I thought you were saying cosmetics. Like that game is like a totally different game every three months. (laughs) True. But uh, they're also changing microtransactions in Destiny. I think Mm -hmm. is what I. Anyway, the the thing with the thing with Destiny is like I don't I don't really even want deeper gun systems. I want more levels to shoot shit in because I really like the shooting in Destiny. But that's expensive. Like making that stuff is expensive. I'm sure it's way more expensive than like doing, you know, the gun systems the way that they do them. Um, Maybe but that, not, that's the yeah. thing that I love. You know, that's the, you know, I, I keep Vermintide 2 is a grindy game, but I keep going that, back to that. Where people are asking for Diablo 3 microtransactions. Yeah, maybe not. I, I thought there was a store where you could buy that stuff. That may have been, you know what? That may have been the, the, 
store that were like all the stuff you got from other playing other games like mercy wings oh okay uh, yeah i guess there's a chinese version and like a chinese like web cap like web like e-cafe or whatever version that has microtransactions no it doesn't surprise but they're me. not doing it in north america well anyway good stuff oh i'm sorry you guys are so boring you're putting me to yeah, sleep well, it's late <laughs> let's party by which i mean everyone go to bed early <laughs> exactly <laughs> we're old um, anthony is on the toilet is he pooping he must uh, be pooping he might be thankfully my bathroom is my toilet is now fixed so you can flush it without <laughs> taking the lid off the, the tank uh does anybody else have anything else that they wanted to talk about i've played a lot of stuff in the last two and a half weeks i've read a lot what did what you read, read? Uh, I am on the third book of the Stormlight Archives. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oathbringer. Mm-hmm. Sounds like some nerdy shit, James. It is a fantasy novel. I've it's very good. Books. They're very good. Yeah. They're very, very readable. They're long as shit, but they're, like, they're not like Lord of the Rings where it's just no. like describing everything. It's just... A lot of stuff happens. A lot of stuff A happens. lot of stuff does happen. Yeah. I like lots. I like long flowery descriptions, but I'm unique. Purple yeah. prose. Is that what it's called? Purple. Prism? This is yeah. This this the story goes goes places and it gets fucking anime as shit, but it's like not anime. <laughs> it is it is very much just, Dragon Balls. Is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. I just, dragon orbs. They dragon are, swords a, and 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 there's like gems that collect stuff. You know. Yeah. So there's infinity stones and dragon balls. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's it's, it's cool series. Uh, yeah. And then I I picked up, but I have not started. Neil Gaiman's uh, uh, the his stuff on North mythology. He wrote, oh, wrote a book. Yeah. He wrote wrote a book about not Neil. Is it Neil Gaiman? It could be Neil Gaiman's written a lot of stuff. Let me, let me look. I'm I'm pretty sure I heard about this. Like everyone's been posting some, it. Game. Yeah. I've been yeah. reading stuff for school. If it's not Neil Gaiman, it'll be some other North, author, North, author. North mythology. Yeah. Yeah. North. Okay. He wrote a book called North mythology. Is it nonfiction? No, I'm pretty sure it's fiction. Did you I watch do. American Gods. Me? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've watched it. It's very good. I like it. I don't know when the next season will be because all the showrunners <laughs> left. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They basically they basically wanted too much money and and Showtime was like, "Late." <laughs> really? Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> Showtime would have given it to him. Stars on the other hand. Was it, oh, oh yeah, it was Stars. God, I forgot it was on Star. <laughs> Although, you know what? Stars like signed an agreement for like four months ago that I just mm-hmm. totally went under my radar. There's going to be a John Wickiverse TV show. Yeah, I heard about really? that. Really? Yeah, like taking place in the continental. I mean, I was going to say it's the the continent. That whole world is so set up for a series. Yes, the Wickiverse. <laughs> uh huh. The Wickiverse. <laughs> Apparently, they're film like they're getting ready to film the third one right now, like for release next year. Cool. Um, and it's uh, Parabellum is the code name. Which means, like, for the war. All right. Like, Antebellum South is post-war South. Right. Parabellum is, like, during the war, like, lead up to the war. before the war. Yeah. War prior. Yeah. (laughs) Which suggests that that movie is going to have a significant body count. Because the other movies were pretty reserved. Oh, yeah. So so tame. (laughs) So tame. (laughs) Just like The Raid and The Raid 2. Those movies were very tame. Um, They're also the people who made... Riverdale are making a Sabrina the Teenage Witch drama, yeah, uh, on yeah on Netflix, which I'm okay with. Starring Sally Draper, 
That's fine. Yeah. Is it going to be a drama? Like Is it going to get like super fucking dark the way the comic book does? I don't know. Oh. It, cross, it crosses over with Lovecraft. Really? Yes. Like Cthulhu comes to Riverdale in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the comic. I had no idea. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, it's bananas. Wow. Well, <laughs> I had no idea. It's, it, I, this won't be over in the Riverdale universe because that's, no? that's CW. It is. Yeah. Man, what a missed opportunity. But CW has all their stuff on Netflix. Yes, but this is like a Netflix show. Right, but, you know, I don't know. Just seems like that shouldn't stop anybody. Yeah, but maybe rights owners or anything like that or how it's licensed. Truth. All Uh, true. Yeah, they're like Bride of Sabrina, Bride of Cthulhu. Holy crap. (laughs) That's a hell of a cover. Yeah, that's in the the comic. (laughs) Damn. That look, that's cool as shit. You thought I was full of shit. No, like, I what could they possibly I, do that. I this didn't think a, you were full of shit. I was just amazed that somebody would be so full of shit as to write that. This is radio. There's an image of Sabrina like strung up on a rack with chains with her back to the camera and like Cthulhu, Cthulhu. coming out of the fucking ocean. <laughs> Shouldn't that immediately drive her insane? Isn't that the way Cthulhu works? Well, she's a witch. She's true. <laughs> Uh, should we do letters? I don't know if we have any. Also, Anthony's usually the one that picks them, and he's... <laughs> Anthony, pick some letters while you're pooping. Poo wait, wait at the <laughs> also, we've been going for two hours, and it's nine o'clock. That's probably long enough for today. Yeah. yeah. And we're so, doing this on a Friday instead of so our usual... I actually think instead of letters, Anthony's going to close it out. Because <laughs> he's going to go see his... It's nine o'clock. Okay. You I feeling to, better? I have to edit this. Oh, Y'all man. good? I had coffee, burger, and fries for dinner, and like during our destiny talk, I broke out in a cold sweat. <laughs> I, I know that feeling because we did uh, our Dota group did a meetup at Korean barbecue last Saturday night. No, and no there comment. Was a point where I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I need a toilet right now. I don't know what it is, but like for the last ten, fifteen years of my life. I cannot make it through a fucking movie without having to go to the bathroom. Are you eating popcorn? Like, uh, well, this last time I was, but like, I've got, I've done the thing where like, I've literally like dehydrated myself before going to a movie. And yet when I'm at a movie, I will have to go to a bath, the bathroom halfway through the movie. Like the Avengers at the end of the, at the end of Avengers, you know, plus I'm staying through like the longest fucking credit sequence in yeah, the world man. to see what happens at the end. How dare they and, fucking say that scene to the end? <laughs> End of credits, and then yeah. and then I and then I like run out of the theater, and uh, all of the bathrooms are fucking full because it's a packed house, you know. So I like finally find one where there's a kind of a short line, and I swear I was peeing like a racehorse for like two minutes. And, you know the shitty thing it is, was you so gone long to pee when the credits started and come back. And yeah, I, I, I totally should have. I did the wrong thing and got a beer because I went to the Alamo, <laughs> uh-huh. and the but well. when they go. And they're talking to, I think, some, they're talking to someone in the U.S. government. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, War machine. Yeah. yeah. I, I basically, like, they started talking to them. And I was like, oh, this seems unimportant. I'm going to leave and go pee right now. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. I, when I was much younger, like, when I go to the movies, I get, like, a giant thing of popcorn and mm-hmm. eat it and a soda. And I'd never have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, I'm like, I do not need that much popcorn. It makes me hurt <laughs> to eat that much popcorn. And mm-hmm. so... The less popcorn I eat, the more I have to pee when the movie is over. It wouldn't matter for me. It wouldn't matter what I did. I, I would have to, to go to the bathroom. I need a slurry to soak up that, that soda. 
Like uh, if I'm ever, if I'm ever like, uh, I think my body just magically creates water in. Well, I have to in be like movie theaters. Super dehydrated, like, like because I pound so much water. So it can't just be that I stopped drinking water like an hour or two before the movie. I have to have like that morning been like. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like I will have not had anything since breakfast and I'll go to an evening movie and still happens. Do you pee before the movie starts? Yeah. Every time because I know this happens. And I used to always get a big drink and a popcorn. Now I don't get anything. I'm just like just sit there. You should have someone check your prostate. But it's only during movies. (laughs) Like I don't get it. I'm just Um, saying. Anyway. I've had people check my prostate. I need a physical, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, following this podcast is our uh, Avengers talk that we recorded before we started recording this one. It's extremely spoiler ridden. That's why we left it yeah, until the end of the it's podcast. Like, so for real, like it starts with the spoilers. It does not stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so don't listen to it if you haven't seen the movie and basically just cut us off once uh, Anthony gives the outro. And if you're over 30, don't eat coffee, a burger and fries. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I, I haven't like thrown up in years and years and years. But right then I was like, is this what? throw up feels like because i was like getting sweaty and stuff and i was like i'm gonna tell arthur to text five i'm gonna text arthur to take five and i was like no i'm just gonna go it only take a second and then i was in there and i was like what's happening we're for the long haul <laughs> so anyways we're coming ashore boys <laughs> i'm on twitter at chuff money i also stream at chuff money on Matt, twitch on twitch yeah matt often joins me yep uh both streaming as well at talking orange and he's also on twitter at talking orange and we also just play a lot of games together uh, Arthur's yeah, on my, Twitter. My Twitch is just Matt Chandernay. Oh, yeah. This is right. not Talking Orange. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. Sometimes I think I should change it to Talking Orange. Or uh, whatever. I think he's still recovering. Arthur's at Twitter <laughs> at AEGIS. It, it is actually like no, one you of those things. A little out of breath. Or my, yeah. body, my full body experience where I'm just like, oh, man. Part of your asshole oh. was still in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> and Arthur also posts his art at on uh, Instagram at uh Pragmagic. Pragmagic. I was trying to think of a, the cool name for Instagram, but I couldn't think of it. The Grams. I'm really glad that you couldn't. Uh James is at James underscore Faulkner. On the Twitters. On Twitter. And on Instagram? Yes. Yeah, on Instagram. I haven't posted in a while though. Yeah, but you can go look at some of his older. You bought photography. a fucking expensive camera. You better be posting look, on Instagram. <laughs> look, motherfucker, I've been working a lot. <laughs> I don't care. How much do, do you want to tell people how much you spent on that camera? I mean, cameras are expensive. I no. Okay. Yes. Cameras. Cameras not cheap. I bought a Leica. Yeah. So people people can then people can <laughs> go look at them there. Camera or lens or both. both. They make both okay. cameras and glass. Because like, I feel like I've never heard. I I've known people who had Leica lenses. Yes. Or their my camera or Nikon cameras. Hit me. Yeah. So. You spent more than I did on the camera. I think. Yes. Yeah. It's it's, it's a nice camera. Mine's also <laughs> a nice camera, but it's not a Leica. Yeah. It's uh, I bought a Leica Q. Uh, it is it is on the cheaper end of the Leica range. It is it, well no no, no. okay a Leica <laughs> M which they consider their base model is ten thousand dollars. I did not spend ten thousand ten thousand dollars. I spent a chunk of change on a camera that is considered one of what people call the other camera mm-hmm. for, for professional photographers. So if they don't want to carry their big like uh, Hasselblads or mm. their not, super nice Canons with a bunch of glass, this is a locked. Uh, twenty eight. Uh, oh, so you, meaning you cannot take off the lens. It is right. a le- it's, good for, it's good for portraits. Yeah. Stuff like you just yes. reminded me that me and Amy went on our honeymoon. I think it was probably like a camera that the guy had. We didn't really take very many. We didn't have a lot of photo opportunities to mm-hmm. take like a lot of good photos that weren't taken by us mm-hmm. or we asked someone. And there was a guy on the street who'd take photos of you in like really 
terribly touristy place, but he had a bunch of fucking parrots. <laughs> and he put all of his parrots on us. Nice. And let me tell you, I thought at first I was like, ah, oh, she's a little scared. And then he put one on my shoulder and was like, ah, oh, I'm actually fucking scared of these things too. <laughs> parrots are scary. Yeah. Bird, bird dinosaurs. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was like a foot and a half tall dinosaur on my shoulder. And it and he had to give it a toy to play with because at first it was just snapping. And I was like, whoa, this thing's going to eat my eye before I have a chance to react. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking scary. Anyway, uh, shooting with a leg is like shooting with your iPhone. It's just the, the glass is nicer and the sensor's so bigger. It's really simple, but you can take amazing pictures. Yeah, and it's it's good travel camera because it's like you just yep. take off, shoot. It's super fast. Um, the colors that it puts out are amazing. You just go on my Instagram. You, you, I've tagged anything I've but shot. If I drop my iPhone, I'm sad. If I drop my Leica, I'm You'll kill yourself. <laughs> uh, well, there, well, I don't let other people touch it very often. <laughs> Okay. Well, there's that phrase that, you know, the uh, the best camera is the one that you have on you. Yeah. So if you want to take lots of photos all the time, you need one like the one that he bought. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then you have to be careful because it's not weather sealed. And then if it's raining, yep. you'll get very, very sad. Very sad. Because you didn't drop fast. it. You've just got rain on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, that's why I'll probably... I'm not, I'm not big enough of a person to just like my there, fine for an idiot like there's, there's, a, there's a photo that people can look at on my Instagram of... Uh, it's in... Harajuku in Tokyo, and it's a bunch of on uh, tops a bunch of umbrellas. You show me that one. Yeah, uh, the way that I had to shoot that is, do you know where I put like, I am kind of like, 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 except with my jacket and did that. Well, like, so I was like basically holding my jacket over where my my camera was and like trying to hold it. Don't they sell like a camera, camera, like camera housings? Yeah, or well, like raincoats for cameras. Is that like a thing? Uh, Seems like like a shielding? Thing. Yeah, you can, but yeah. it a doesn't poncho, really, a camera poncho. It doesn't really matter. It makes it not especially convenient to use. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, the whole thing about this is like, I would just, I would wear it under my jacket and then like whip it out, take a photo. Because it's supposed to be like a street. And either I, where you won't get killed for doing such a thing <laughs> in America. I'm just picturing you whipping. I got this thing under my jacket. Yeah. <laughs> whip it yeah. out in public. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody just shoots you right away. Well, he's white. He'll be fine. He shot 28. Oh, that's true. You might get shot twice and live as opposed yeah. to 28 times. In the back. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that handle the burst stand up where he's like, I had to, he had 28, I thought his teeth were 28 small guns. And he <laughs> smiled at me because it was a black guy. Oh, God. Handle burst is great. Man, I love that dude. Okay. New letters. And he was also in uh, Spider Man. Anyways. Yes. You can send your letters at letters at eatdustlipdustgame.com. Uh, make them about video games. Make it about E3. We're coming up on that. So, I mean, I'm not one. Me either. Alright, thanks for listening everyone. Have a great evening. Love you. Nowadays, a lot of places use LEDs, and it's like yeah, nobody versus tungsten. Yeah, LA, yeah, the the color of LA changed in the last ten years as they replaced a lot of the bulbs. Yeah, same thing in my neighborhood now. Every street light is like starting to be they're all LED. white instead of yellow. Yeah, or blue or blue. Yeah, but there's like a while there that everyone was just using like 
the super light touch color like color like it was just the s s log like and everything was just fucking gray yeah it was like that was especially true in commercials i think what happened is that my 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 pet theory about like why that happens so much especially in commercials because commercials have such a rapid production schedule yeah that somebody didn't color correct it they put it in front of the client and the client was like this looks great what a unique color style yeah. and they were like yes <laughs> we didn't we don't have to do any work we'll just shoot it we'll just shoot an s log or c log or they it shot up. so fast that nobody had a chance to like do a white balance check or something well it's not even white balance uh, the c log and s log are what's called a super flat color profile because uh camera sensors um you know all the light that's in the world the camera sensor takes in way more light than it can actually push to a file and so it has to make a decision about what information to keep and what to write to the file and you can define what information you want to keep. So a flat color pop profile basically throws out contrast and uh, saturation in exchange for being able to pull in more values between light and dark, so more luminance values, because it's easier to put color and saturation back in. But if you lose your stuff in your brights and in your darks because there isn't enough, uh, there isn't enough gradation information in the luminance, then that stuff is just gone. It's like trying to bring back clipped audio. You just can't do it. So it ends up looking gray. It ends up looking gray. <laughs> yep. And then it's a look, but then it's like the, from that you can bring back all sorts of the colors, which is nice. And you can make a choice about whether to emphasize detail <clears throat> on the highlights or the shadows or both and gives you a lot of, it's gives like you a lot more versatility. Yeah, it's like camera raw or anything like that. Yeah. Well, camera raw is even better. Yeah. Anyway. Should we talk about Infinity War first and then... I mean, I'm fine with that. It depends on whether or not you guys want to do that or if you want to... No, we can talk about it first. Yeah, it works for me. Anthony. Are you recording? It's fine. I am recording. Oh, okay. Everybody's levels seem okay. I hope. Cool. Uh, Well, hi. uh, Welcome to the Infinity War portion of the podcast where we spoil Infinity War. So don't listen to this if you haven't seen it. Ten. Nine. Eight. No, I'm just gonna stop there. Everyone dies. <laughs> That's not exactly everyone, what but a lot of people. Half die. the people, half the and, people die. And here's my problem with the movie: people die that absolutely will not stay dead. Oh yeah, absolutely. Not just that, like, oh, there's no way they kill that. It's like, no, literally, they are contractually obligated for that person to continue living. <laughs> They've announced well, that person's other yeah, movies. That person's movie comes out next year after right. the next Avengers movie. So. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it's 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 clear that. You know, there's going to be some sort of like, whoops, it was all a dream or they're going to reverse time or whatever. Something's going to happen. This brings everybody back. Yeah. So that that was the sort of thing that undermined my enjoyment of the movie coming out. Like I enjoyed the movie over the course of it, watching it, which we can talk about in a second. But like coming out of it, I was like, this feels hollow. There because were so many people in the theater who were just like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. And like, I mean, I just, it really breaks it off at it the does. end because it's not like... It's it says it's more or less to be continued, but the way it ends, like there is a finality to it. Like, yes, like there is a beginning, middle, and end. The ending is Thanos wins. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's but it's yeah, it's obviously a secret. There's more to it. I mean, at this point, you don't. I think there's an understanding with Marvel people. You do not go see a Marvel movie and think this is the end. They are never ending. It is, <laughs> the story will continue. Well, right. sure, but I mean, like an end is in like a conclusion to that story. Like there will be yeah. more stories in that universe. It is not a end to the universe, but it is presented as if it's like no that that happened. Well, anybody if, in if, the know knows that there's part two coming out next sure. year. Right. Yeah. If, if Thanos was the good guy, though, you would have walked out of the movie thinking that the story was wrapped up and done. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like, 
I, the, the if I still worked on Marvel Heroes, uh, we would have had to have made a very different game because I think all of us, <laughs> when we were planning our Thanos content, was like, well, of course he loses. <laughs> so yeah. that would have been what we were planning. Ah, yeah, you right. have to fight Thanos, but he loses. Uh-huh. And so, like, the, the question <laughs> that a lot of people have now is, like, how they sort of reconcile all that, like, how they. How they roll it back because someone else puts the gauntlet on and snaps their fingers a different well, way and they move on. Well, no, it's the the the, the one for one trade is yeah, the, the soul it, for a soul thing is the, is is, the most convincing yeah. concept I've heard. What do you mean? So like What's that one? Uh, I have not heard. This so theory. basically, Robert Downey Jr.'s, uh, Chris Evans, and a bunch of people's contracts are, are coming up. Are basically like all of the original. You're saying the ones who lived will be the ones that go. Pretty much. Some of the ones yeah. who live will be the ones who go. Like, Black Widow <clears throat> will continue because they're actually... And where does anyone get this one-for-one one thing? Uh, because Thanos needed to exchange a soul to get the soul gem. Like, that's what... Oh, 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 you're saying that mm-hmm. we will get rid of some of them to get rid of the gone. Not that literally for every person that's gone, there has to be an exchange. No, no, I, no. I mean, I don't know. But like, but, but but I think it's more in like a because with the gauntlet you can do anything you want basically right right <laughs> but I think it's more along the lines of they'll find a way to bring them back but those people will die in the process of trying to bring them back well yeah some people get killed or by sacrifice Thanos. themselves yeah. <clears throat> like they kill way more people than they could bring back with soul for a soul like, yeah that right. well that's why I thought you were saying for a second <laughs> so I was like but you know what my my wife brought up a point and I don't know if they explained this somehow in comics she was like if Thanos can do anything with the gauntlet and his whole thing is about limited resources why couldn't he just say more resources <laughs> exactly and i was like oh fuck i didn't think about that I, I, yeah i mean other than that was not his mission you know i mean he's clearly insane yeah he's he's like, he's damaged fucking good there man. is a certain amount of logic that he does not need to apply yeah because he wants to kill half of the people in the galaxy yeah uh, yeah i yeah, I mean, like... I was hoping someone just had a really good comic nerd This reason. is, like, this the... I mean, the problem, like... The the thing that sort of tips it over into the... Well, you just killed so many people that now I know that most of these people are coming back. Is right. that, like, they murder <laughs> all of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, every like, single one like, except for Rocket. Rocket. Yeah. That's not a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. <laughs> right. Like, you can't kill, like, Drax, Zamora, Peter Quill. Uh-huh. Like, that's... Then it's not a, a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Like th- those are your leads. Yep. Like, yeah. And I don't think that Marvel has the stones. Well, no. And like you don't you don't kill uh, Black Panther after that being such an incredibly right, after successful it made movie. Like one point three billion. Exactly. Like that doesn't happen. <laughs> like you don't you don't kill Bucky, who theoretically will take over as Captain America when Chris right. Evans is done. Being mm, maybe or maybe it'll be. Uh... I mean, in the comic books, Falcon becomes Captain America. Uh, before he does. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Like, Winter Soldier. Well, uh, Stan? No, no, what's his name? Uh, Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan has, like, five more movies. Does he? So, like, there have been some, there's been some wiggle in the contracts because people, like, make brief appearances in other movies. Like, technically, Sebastian Stan is in Black Panther. It, that's true. But which, I think it's still three more and movies. He might, and he might appear... In some form, for all we know, in the Captain Marvel movie that takes place in the eighties no. or something. No, no. Uh, so that like the thing, the thing now is like, how will they roll all this back? And the next two movies are going to be the movies that set them up to do that. But the Captain Marvel movie is a prequel. It's it yes, takes place exactly. But it's like it's, it's establishing how she becomes who she becomes, right? Which and, is like the most powerful character in the MCU. Well, maybe. No, they've literally said that. Yeah. Like, oh. like Kevin Feige has said, she is the most powerful character we have introduced in 
That's other weird. than like a, other than maybe Thanos, like right. with, with the gauntlet. At the, yeah. at the end of well, at the end of uh, at the end of this movie, they made it seem like Thor was the most powerful they'd ever That's introduced. True, but also, Scarlet Witch is Scarlet Witch. Scarlet too, Witch has typically yeah. been the most powerful. I, but uh, her power is sort of. I mean, in the comics, at least. She literally just says the words "no more mutants," right. and all the mutants disappear. <laughs> she's, she's like not all, well, pretty, almost 90%. all. She's like but in the in the comic, she was always like a cosmic level like, right. threat. She was right. like right up there with the most powerful people. But she wasn't until they sort of figured out like, well, why don't we do this? Like that was sort of like a weight change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and there's been no indication that she is that. Well, right, powerful. but I guess it's I guess yes, and Captain Marvel in the comics is definitely not that. So that's yeah. why I didn't expect that. I think yeah, Red Witch does some really she's super cool powerful. Don't get me wrong, she's extremely powerful. She's just not that level on so her. Captain but that's Marvel... why she's but that's why she's also she fights with the rest of the Avengers, and she's fucking crazy because with the Avengers alongside Thor and everyone, they're basically unstoppable. So with so. the with Captain Marvel, I never really knew. I don't know anything about the Captain Marvel character. It's... Like so, like even at the end when um, when. Uh, What's his face? Um, yeah, Sam Cage. Jackson's character, Nick Fury. Nick, Nick Fury. Cage. No, it's Nicholas Cage. Character. Yeah, right. <laughs> when Nick, when Nick Fury drops the thing and it has the logo on it, Eleanor and I like a bunch of people in the theater were cheering and we were that's like, "Captain Marvel." I don't know who that is. And yeah, so, somebody also, behind us said, "Like that's Captain Marvel." But also, like that's the uniform of the like. What's the core in Guardians of the Galaxy? It's not the Nova Core. It's not the Nova Core. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It looks similar, but it it's not. looks similar. Extremely mm-hmm. similar. But so the thing is that Captain Marvel is another bridge between the sort of terrestrial Avengers stuff and the galactic Avengers. Oh, stuff. really? Oh, okay. Because so she's not just human. No. So Ronan the Accuser is in <laughs> Captain Marvel. Like, yeah, is, is fairly significant. And Captain Marvel uh, has okay. done crossovers with Nova, who's done crossovers with Guardians. Ooh, she's, sure. a, she's also part Kree. And in the yeah, last, exactly, uh, the Kree yeah. are extremely powerful. Right. Yeah. In some, I don't know if they'll make her Kree in the movie or if yeah. she'll just be. Like right. radiation caused, but it's also like there's also links like because of they're establishing a bunch of new characters. Like in the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie, it also established Adam Warlock. Yeah, was like who the characters at the end of that, which is also extremely think, powerful. I think they that might be a setup partially for Captain America. Yeah, I, Captain uh, Marvel. Captain Marvels. Yeah, yeah. That that seems like a pretty solid indication. Um, hmm. And I guess the question for me is like whether or not Ronan will be a hero or a villain, or how he'll factor into that because it takes place so long before the Guardians. Yeah, it's yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, so it's like 12 to, to 15 years. And maybe cool if they put Nova in. Nova's um, a pretty cool I'm, They might allude to Nova, like set themselves like a path, but they already have, like with the Nova Core stuff. Um, but yeah, what they do with her will play a pretty big part. But before even that, like Ant-Man actually should have a pretty significant effect on what the next... Avengers movie does because like so the, it, that's how I was confused like this the next Ant-Man that's not out yet it's got to be a prequel timeline before, before this movie so it, it's yeah. Ant-Man then Captain Marvel then then literally a month later it's Avengers Ant-Man gotcha. and then Spider-Man is I mean Ant-Man is a yeah. Ant-Man takes place what like after Ultron or something like that yeah yeah but no, it's like, after, after Civil War. yeah I was gonna say it's ah. after Civil War because he was in Civil War but he, before this he makes a deal yeah to he get and Hawkeye make a deal the, yeah the prison place that yeah. he's stuck in um but also they have that, they have a throwaway line for that that in makes Avengers. the wasp like a character which is good because mm-hmm. that's another avenger but yep. also like 
there's stuff at the end of the first Ant-Man that they are going to delve into into this, where I'm trying to remember the name of the... I always forget what it's fucking called, but there's, like, the force that they use to, to grow and shrink with the pin oh. particles. <laughs> it's not just the pin particles, though. It's, like, the, the universe that they... Oh, the microverse. It, it's, like, the tiny little world between worlds. Of. So, like, <laughs> at the beginning of Ant-Man... Janet Van Dyne. Yeah, that's her I'm mom, almost right? positive yeah. it's called the microverse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Janet Van Dyne, uh, who is the wasp's mom, uh, goes too small and gets lost, and mm-hmm. she's assumed dead. Yeah. And because no one can go you that shrink small. beyond time and space. Exactly. But then Ant Man does it in the does movie, it and he comes yeah. back. Yeah. And fuck it, I'm. This is spoilers for Ant Man, I guess, but it's <laughs> in the casting. Michelle Pfeiffer is Janet Van Dyne in the next Ant Man movie. Nice. Like she is the wasp's mom in that movie cool. so and she's old enough in that movie i think that like she is going to be a character in it at some point which means they retrieve her hmm. from the microverse so and there's like a suggestion that there is like a cosmic power involved with the microverse well they've imprisoned people there in the comics and all kinds <laughs> right. of shit so so and like it's a violation of time and space or like it violates the law the known laws of time and space so between that and yeah, it doesn't Marvel, make sense she'd be old if she came back either <laughs> I, yeah i mean who knows maybe yep. they'll anti-age her because they can do that shit or she yep. got pulled out and went somewhere else or i don't know like, yeah I, I know well at this point like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is separate from the fucking TV Comics. show. Yeah. No TV. Yeah, because they they pretty is much. It, I thought it, it, they affect they, they affect each other, but like they're never going to sync. Like Agents of Shield are never going to show up. In oh, like I would love if fucking Coulson showed up in the next Avengers oh, movie. I think there's a pretty good chance he will because Maria Hill. Like has made multiple like recurring appearances on Shield. So so as uh right, but she so as Samuel Samuel Jackson. He shows up at the end of one. My guess yeah. is that is that Hawkeye or Black Widow will be in charge of Shield at that point, or as was the case sometimes, uh, you know, some people like Captain Marvel and stuff also took over for Shield. Like they've been like and I mean, Spider Woman, like, but they probably won't ever do Spider Woman. Yeah, I don't think they'll do Spider Woman because Spider Woman took over confusing. Shield. That's because she's not. She doesn't have spider powers. She has venom powers. Oh, uh, uh, what? That's like, <laughs> no, but, a, but, but so many sorry. Spider-women. By venom, I mean like shoot venom. Oh, not not, not the but shoot it's venom. It's like energy venom or something. Energy right? venom, yes, and she has the ability to use pheromones to Which take over men or women's minds. Fucking no, oh, give me a break. But yeah, she's 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 never been spider. Yeah. It's yes, it is very so, confusing. Like the, the sort of wild card that Jules and, and Jason and I were talking about their Dota friends that we were talking about after we saw the movie like in one of the, the Discord chats we have where other people theoretically weren't there mm-hmm. is that the wild card in all of this is that now Marvel owns Fox. Right. Like, and all of that is finalized. Wait, did that actually happen? Yes. Yeah, it went through. It's fucking crazy. So when that did means that, that Marvel owns all of the X Men stuff. Wait, and that happened a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that, that there was happen? like final. Like there was like it was, was like I in Hawaii at the time or something. For, you may have been. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of news, honestly. Huh. Like it didn't. Yeah, it did. It for some reason it didn't register as like one of those awful corporate takeover things that like reverberate around. You go, oh, this is gonna fuck people. But it's happening. Like it, yeah. it, it, it is. It has happened. I remember when it was rumored like last year, and everyone was. I like, mean, they like they went through the beginning stages of making it happen, and then everyone. When it didn't happen, everyone was like, ah, just a rumor. So oh, I mean, stuff like that just takes time. Yeah. Um, so, so it's all the X-Men movies, but arguably more important for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because I don't think that there's a lot of reason to fold the X-Men in right now. Because, yeah. like, theoretically, the X-Men... There's absolutely no reason. 
I mean, I would say the X Men are self sustaining, but they're really not because the X Men movies are, do not make a lot of money, comparatively speaking. Like Deadpool was the most successful Marvel movie by a pretty good margin, followed by Logan. Yeah, and I still don't think they'll want to roll Deadpool in. Um, I the Marvel yeah. guys have. So, but there's the Fantastic Four. Yeah, and the Fantastic Four have been such like a key component of the Marvel comic universe. For they've so always long. been integrated with all the factions we've talked about. And, like, and, yeah. and they just never—they've just never made a successful Fantastic Four movie. It would be nice I mean, to the see one. First Fantastic Four movie from Fox right. did okay. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> they yeah, certainly, they certainly not an MCU standard. Yeah. And they, they, they can't get. <laughs> They can't get the the most recent cast back because they've already recast Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that is an opportunity for them to allude to that. Yeah. And changing reality means that there may be things that they could do that change things, but I don't know that they'll want to because I don't know how... Like, comics fans have a certain expectation for changes in continuity. Like, the world that consumes the Marvel Cinematic Universe is something different. Yeah, like I don't know how they'll react to having everything pulled out from under them. I mean, at this point, it is well established in the comic world that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a different reality. Yep. Than every, I mean, it literally on the it has a number. It is Earth, blah 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 blah, which is different from the comics, which is Earth, blah 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 blah. Oh, really? That that specific? It is that specific. The comics is six twenty six, right? It, yeah. It's it's, six, it's not 616. just. Maybe it may be, but I'm yeah, saying that yeah. literally the comics is, has an the movies have an established Earth that it is that one that is. That's different. so weird. Like I don't know. I don't even know why you'd bother to do that. Why you wouldn't just say that like yeah, we're multiverse stories here thing, and we're telling different stories here. You don't need to explain it any. One further thing than I that. will say takes, is I, that I think it takes some of the magic away. The next X Men movie was scheduled to come out this year, and it's been delayed till next year. Hmm. So that's not enough time to work something major into it. But it's it enough is to enough shoot, time enough to sh- edit and shoot new scenes for them to like tweak the script a little bit yeah. and like make a connection if they wanted to do that. Like yeah. Spider-Man was added to Civil War pretty late in the process. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like think about it, man. I just am so over X-Men, but oh, yeah. maybe they could change that. Think about it in the way that like this Logan. one's about Dark Phoenix or yeah, has it's, it's like with the Shi'ar, yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they definitely cross over and all that cosmic stuff. Yeah, which is what I'm saying is that that can be like it shifts them to another universe. I mean, the like, Civil War stuff was pretty. It was integral with X Men and yeah. all that. And I mean, Fantastic like, Four. The question is like, does Marvel want to introduce mutants into the MCU? Because now they can. Because like the right, thing they before, there before. Was that you literally could not have a mutant. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they were all. They, they were all in humans. That's why they explained Quicksilver and. Scarlet Witch with science. Yeah. And also why they yeah. just killed Quicksilver, because Quicksilver was already an X-Man, and so they didn't want to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, we always had that conversation. Is so-and-so an X-Men or an Avenger? Uh... <laughs> I mean, Wolverine was an Avenger. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, a ton of mutants were Avengers and... Spider-Man, I think, was yep. an Avenger. And also a member of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> really? So, yeah. yeah. The Fantastic Four actually never, had... Never everyone following Many strategies. people have different factions. I mean, Iron yeah. Man was a Guardian of the Galaxy for a long time. Really? So, yeah. He's out doing cosmic stuff, yeah. He joined huh. up with them and traveled around with them and got a different suit that was white and blah, blah, blah. So, so yeah. So, like, there's an opportunity <laughs> well, okay, then. for Marvel slash Disney to do something with that. But the question is yeah. whether or not they want to. Um, also, at this point, you've got to feel like the X-Men universe is so tainted by, like, the wild variations in quality. Yeah. Like, but they're coming off of their two biggest movies. Right. 
and they're about to have Deadpool 2. Right. So maybe if Deadpool 2 does fucking phenomenally well, then someone at Marvel will say, okay, we have to bring the mutants into the MCU. Well, being um, not nearly as steeped in the Marvel comic book universe as you guys are. Uh, Didn't used like, to be. And well, for for Eleanor and I, you know, I'm I got Eleanor into the comic book movies, and like she's super into it now and everything, so she wants to see them all just like I do. Uh, in fact, before uh, before we went to see um, Infinity War, I was like, "Did you see Civil War?" And she's like, "No, I didn't see Civil War." I'm like, okay, you have to watch Civil War. Yeah, that's, yeah. Kind of that's a key yeah. component. Yeah, I mean, you d- it is, but I will say, my dad, I was like, "Have you seen this one?" This one, he's like, "Nope." I still thought that movie was great. And I was like, yeah. "Wow, Civil yeah. War?" No, the newest one. Oh, yeah. really? Like my dad hadn't seen a bunch of them, and he was like, "Yeah." I like, I, if you've seen like half, he's seen them. Yeah, he's seen a shotgun of them. You know, like he right. saw Doctor Strange. So, he, but like not other ones. Yeah, you know? but and this Doctor is, actually is pretty good because Doctor Strange plays. A, he has a good role. Big yeah. yeah, although the story of Doctor Strange's stuff doesn't really play a role other than the character. You know, there's like not that much. No, but he has a lot of Deus Ex Machina in the plot in general. Well, I mean, he literally possesses one of the Infinity Stones. So. <laughs> But the uh, I really um, uh, so for for us it was just so much fun to see all of these characters that we love interact in new ways that like you know to I thought that the movie held up really well combining the silliness of the cosmic stuff with the more grounded stuff that happens on Earth like those characters running into each other could have been really awkward and bad and uh, it turned out to be like really funny yeah. but also really believable at the same like time really, they pulled like, it off manages to keep some of the tone from the previous avengers movies as opposed to the sort of seriousness that's pervaded a lot of the sort of crossover stuff over the it, last oh, yeah oh, Ultra, stuff's always been really serious. ultron was like ultra serious yeah. Yeah. but it starts goofy as shit yeah yeah like and also sloppy as shit because I watched Ultron <laughs> again and like the first five minutes of that ten minutes of that movie is a real fucking mess I uh I, I was surprised, you know, I thought about it at the end, I was like, what really bothered me at first was I was like, why did uh, Doctor Strange uh, save Tony Stark? You know, when he told him earlier, he definitely would never do that for him. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh, he because, says, what did he say? He says it was the only way. It was the only way what? Mm-hmm. He does, I mean, it's not going to say it was the only way that all of this series of events will fall into place in the Marvel right. Cinematic Universe. Right. So <laughs> it, it was the only way. What, it didn't occur to me, but I was like, oh, because he saw one reality out of 14 million yeah, one, where they right. won. One possibility. And I bet you that he saw his own death. He saw yeah. all that. And yeah. that's what we'll find out later. It was like this was yeah, the one of version of that reality. I just yeah. didn't occur to Isn't me at the time. Like, and, and I mean, yeah, that's like another. They're not going to kill Doctor Strange. Right. Because that movie <laughs> actually did really well. The movie like, was so good. That's uh, one of my favorites. And that, in a way, like, the ways that the ending works sort of makes the beginning work less for me because it starts with some shit on yeah. the Asgardian ship. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. they kill Loki. Yep. And it's like, well, that's, okay, well, they fucking killed Loki. That, yeah. They're not fucking around <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. But, like, if they're queerly going to bring a lot of these people back, it's like, well, what does any of this mean? Well, that's what people have been asking with the comics for years, because the comics literally <laughs> have been the epitome of dead, brack, dead, back, dead. Yeah, I, mean, I think with the comics, you have an expectation that people are going to come back. Yeah, it's just they've always had the Dragon Ball problem, which is basically, you know... How you can just wish them back, yeah. Wish them back, yeah. People wish them back. Uh, it turns out Scarlet Witch can bend time and space in her own way and bring them back. It turns out this guy, oh, did you know that Professor <laughs> X could... Be? I don't know, it's just like, uh-huh. it's always been... Ways that they write in shit. So, yeah, I think that you're right. There will be some, like you said, there will be some trade. Some trade that will happen that will actually have 
some significance that we'll get rid of some. I mean, this not is not most. my theory. I saw this theory online. No, yeah. I mean, but it makes sense, right? There will be some people that will be gone. Yep. It will be some heavyweight, and then we'll move on. And it opens yeah. it opens up their budget to make new movies with new actors. It's a, it's a good well, significantly reduces their cost if they get rid of. The, oh uh, yeah. yeah. Although the, theoretically, they will still have their second most expensive actor, which is whom? Scarlett Johansson. Ah. Uh, you know, you know what the the ending of this movie totally reminded me of, the Transformers animated movie. Of <laughs> uh, the beginning of the Transformers animated. Movie? Yeah, yeah. This is, we need some new toys. Uh huh. We need some new toys. Let's go kill off the old toys so we can it, bring in the new stuff and funny, sell like, it to people. Obviously, Infinity War was a comic, but this movie reminded me of a different crossover comic that was like a Marvel UK thing called the Mystech Wars, hmm. where what was that? I it's just like this organization <laughs> called Mystech. That like starts this machine working that's going to destroy reality, and so like almost every fucking character from the Marvel universe is in this, and a lot of them die like horribly, mm. like horribly. Mm-hmm. Like Cyclops gets his chest blown out by a blaster. Fucking Jean Grey kills herself afterwards. <laughs> like Psylocke gets half her face melted. It's it's some fucked up shit. <laughs> uh, Nick Fury gets all of the flesh on his body flayed off, which you see. Wow, it's intense. Like. And at the very end, time is rolled back. Right. And none of it happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, like, how is that not what this is going to be? Right, exactly. The time is rolled back right. and none of this happens. Time so. is rolled back or two universes collide or something, you know, like. That yeah. happens, too, in the Marvel Universe. Right. The universes literally do collide at some point. Yeah. So there are some fairly major actors that just, like, are not named, like, at, that were never name-checked in the cast. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. Like. Peter Dinklage. Peter, I mean, Peter yeah. Dinklage. I knew he was going to be in it. He yeah. looks like himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but man, like a man that I think he was terrible. He I is thought he was fine. Oh like, man, his I voice. Thought I right. thought his voice acting was his. What I got, He is so bad at being a character the like thing that. that I got from bad. him is sort of a continuation of of like the Thor Ragnarok stuff, which is like very Jack Kirby, very sixties and seventies. Like, I thought he was doing weird a really Thor. weird dwarf voice. He sounded like my D and D host doing a dwarf voice. He did not sound like a convincing voice. <laughs> which is kind of perfect to me. No, I was, <laughs> he's a fucking space dwarf. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, when are they going to re-record his audio with a different Huck actor? From from. From Star Wars, like whose fucking name I forget, but he's in lots of shit. Don Hall Gleason? Yeah, Don Hall Gleason is like the the big headed scar dude of Thanos is the one oh, that really? Iron Man and Spider Man kill. I'm pretty sure. Huh. I thought so. And I looked it up and he's not. Is it not? Who is and it? I thought it was hundred percent too. I was like, it's his voice. He's literally just being the guy from Star Wars How right is now. It's not his voice. It's Who it's not. It? It's a guy I'd never heard of. Uh, and I think that the the female Thanos minion is Carrie Coon. It is Carrie Coon. Yeah, but Which is like, okay. I had to look it up because I was All like, right. he is, Harry yeah. is in a Marvel movie. I thought it was Donald Gleason because I was like, he's just being the guy from Star Wars right now. He's being General Hux, but it was not. It's just a guy who was like, I will be General Hux. I will General Hux. I thought that character. It does it very well. I thought that character was a cool character. Just yeah, me too. fighting the wizard. Proxima Midnight. That's the character. Is like, Carrie Coons is character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who's bad? Like, there's a lot of just badass stuff, although, like, all of Thanos' guard just feels very disposable at that point. Yeah, they all felt like monsters out of Diablo to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they felt like. Especially her character. Like, she looks to me like, that looks like a boss I'd fight in a Blizzard game. <laughs> also, I, I think uh, Gamora is not dead. I think uh, uh, I, theoretically she's in the soul stone. Yeah, that's the best yeah. thing is I think she, especially with that scene at the end where yeah. Thanos sees young Gamora. Did you get you what you want? Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. Like that, that that's definitely like her. I thought the Red Skull cameo was good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I me too. Like, I wasn't expecting what is that. What's that fucking voice? Why is what's his name from Lord of the Rings in this fucking I thought movie? Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was too and I I thought it was like it was interesting that they almost made him like a pitiful character in a way where you're just like, oh, you're just like fucking, yeah. you're, you're really damned. Well, he's right. yeah, this yeah, is damned. He's honestly they damned, damned someone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I was like, dang. I, which I'm like, oh, right. Fucking Hugo Weaving. But he's right. not. But, <laughs> but it was weird to see the Red Skull where he's not like. It's not It's in, not Hugo Weaving, though. No? No, it's, it's not. It's really? him not insane, though. He's, it's someone who sounds very it's, much I like, seriously uh, thought it was Hugo Weaving. Why wouldn't they just get Hugo Weaving? What's he doing? He doesn't want to do it. It's Ross. Weird. Ross McQuarrie. McQuarrie who plays Aaron on The Walking Dead. He totally he made me believe he was he Hugo Weaving. He doesn't want to do it? <laughs> no, like, he hated doing that movie. He hated, he was like... Oh, the makeup sucks. Yeah, the makeup sucks. He was like, I didn't. I hated being behind that mask. I couldn't act at all. Like, he hated... He did great in that movie. No, but he, hate, like, he hated I, doing I, it. I, yeah. Okay, you all know right. what? Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, not only did you have to wear the shit on your face, they have to cover his nose in green shit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought that it was interesting to see them make him, like, where you're like... He wasn't just a belligerent crazy. Now he was like this weird damned person. Uh-huh. Well, he had about eighty years to think about it. <laughs> oh yeah, but also like a, I thought it was that was a really cool throwback and yep. one I did not expect. I was sitting behind me. My wife was sitting behind this little kid in the movie theater who would name drop every character when they came out. <laughs> it's Wait. Thor. Da- <laughs> just like every time. David Cross is in the movie. What? As Tobias Fuke in as the, as the Blue Man. No, he's in the Collectors. Yeah, he's, like he's in blue body paint. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah. yeah, is he really? I yeah. didn't see that yeah. at all. Someone, so someone saw this in one of the trailers, actually. <laughs> that Tobias Funk, like, yeah. at, like as the Blue Man Group audition, like, which is like that's so good. This is the second or third like, Arrested Development Arrested reference. Development reference yeah. because the stair car wasn't. Yeah, so the stair car. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I thought that they. It was. It didn't feel like a gimmick that there were so many characters in it. Like no. they handled it in a way that bounced from thing to thing. They did a very good Star Warsing of it in the sense that here's these little pocket stories, this little pocket story. Yep. We'll it is back by and far forth. like the most ambitious from a, a plotline movie that they've ever done. Yeah, like, and it, it's very it, it is very very difficult to do an ensemble cast with an A line and it well essentially two A storylines instead of an A and a B storyline and make it feel like nobody got like, short shrift. I feel like it's kind of like four because Thanos is given a well, you know what I mean. lot of screen time. Yeah, he is, which is like, great because it makes him one of the best villains is, they've ever yeah. had. He's tied yeah, yeah. for probably best. Yeah. I, Ultron is actually still quite good. Like rewatching that movie, like there's a lot of problems in Age of Ultron, but James Spader is fucking great. No, yeah, he just chews the fucking scenery. He's just like, I am better than everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if they told him. I mean, to that's channel... what Ultron, Ultron was made to fight Thanos. But... Yeah. I I don't know if like they told him to ch- James Spader to channel Robert Downey Jr., but he does it like really effectively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing I didn't like in the movie, and it's just my own personal thing, is that I didn't like that they neutered Vision so bad from the very first scene. Yeah. I was yeah. like, dude, he's such a badass. Vision is so yeah. cool. And they and they just took away I mean, granted, they write it in a they write it in the story. Literally they disabled his ability to phase. Okay. Yep. But that's like what makes him so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think I don't think Vision is dead the way that everyone else is dead. Like his body being intact and like right. the shit that yeah, but get the stone rebuilding. Plus, Shuri, is that her name? Yes. Yeah. Plus, obviously, if they're so technologically capable, they're obviously capable so, of rebuilding. Yeah, like, in yeah. that scene, she's seen like moving files somewhere. Yeah, so they like, backed they're... up most of the vision. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what the people think is then they're going to rebuild him and like put him in a new body. Mm. Which should be cool. I was never like a huge fan of the vision 
design in the movies, like I feel like it doesn't quite work as well as some of the other stuff. Mm. Um, and I mean, it's a hard character to do right because vision yeah. has always just been in, in like a onesie with colors on it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I feel like their onesie with colors on it game has been stepped up since they introduced the character. Yeah. Um, do you remember when we were talking about black Panther and I was like complaining about how I think the fight choreography was pretty bad. Yeah. Do you think it's because they, everybody was working on this? Yes. <laughs> because the fight choreography in this is absolutely ridiculous. Like some of the, the CG battles are still, they're kind of hard to follow because they're CG battles. So you have oh, to yeah, well, especially the big fights. thousands of things on yeah. the screen. Although yeah. that one, I was like, it was just a minor complaint. I was like, it made no sense to me that Black Panther was like, lower the shield when we're like hundreds of yards from it. I was like, why wouldn't you, if you're going to lower one section of your shield, why wouldn't you get close? Yeah. You would be Spartans about it. You yep. would make a tight, and there was only a small amount of you, you would fucking make a wall so that you could control how many yeah, of you were fighting no, at once. It, it would make no sense to me. I think that they had to make the hole right then, though, because they were about to breach it. And like, no, but he's he's not he's not saying that, like, he was saying that, like, why wouldn't you run towards them and, like, give them as little distance as possible to spread out? It's just bad tactics. You controlled number, yeah, you just allowed them to sur- surround you, basically. Yeah. Some people complained that Black Panther wasn't badass enough. In the movie, and I don't know what movie they were watching, but it was like him and Captain America, like just like fucking wrecking fools in front of everyone else. Yeah, I, I mean that movie did a good job because I haven't seen Black Panther. Of, what? Uh, yeah, because I didn't catch it in movie theaters. It's still, it's still in theaters. Like it's playing tonight. At this point, I will wait until I can just watch it in my house. I'm fine with that. I. It's very good. It's quite good. You it can is. Also, see and it I, at the theater for less than you probably paid to buy it. But I'm not going to buy it. I'm just going to rent it at my house. Um, At this point, I'm not going to convince my wife probably in time to go watch Black Panther. So we're, I've already resigned myself <laughs> or not resigned myself. I've already decided that we're going to watch at home. I, did, right. I asked her at some point, do you want to go to the movie theater? She was like, there are many of the Marvel out. movies I don't get to see in theaters. It might so be like yeah. July or August before that shit comes out on video. Hmm. It's hmm. really good. But yeah, the it's still it was in the top five last weekend. It's still making wow. money. That's awesome. The uh, has never happened. Yeah, I thought all I thought, uh, except for Vision, that was a really good point. <laughs> I thought all of the characters definitely had a moment in their son, like showing how badass they can be and yeah, how badass they can be with like interesting combinations, you know, like uh, Doctor Strange opening up portals for Spider-Man to jump through, you know? Yeah, although like every people, time you see the portals of Doctor Strange, you're like, why isn't that the only thing you ever do? A guy comes at me, portal to New Zealand. <laughs> All right, he, now we don't have to worry about him for a while. Let's move on. Like, you know, you're just like... Just Why don't you open up one in the middle of Thanos? <laughs> or in the middle of space. Ah, you to yeah. space. All right, let's move on from that. Yeah. Just... I mean, he's a defender of the Earth. Like, the Earth is sort of tied to his power. So I don't know if, like... No, no, he's still, no, he's still fucking shit up. Yeah, he is still fucking <laughs> shit up, but I... I no, in space, though. He's on Titan. Yeah, like, yeah. I know. I'm just saying, like, yeah. maybe that's part of it. But I... Anyway, uh, the Iron Spider stuff is cool. Yeah, like, did not expect the Iron Spider. No, me either. So, I mean, in the, in the comics, that's the suit he gets during Civil War. Yeah, but mm-hmm. well, I think they offer it to him at the end of. No, but it's the suit he gets at the end of Spider because yeah. of Civil oh, War. Oh, okay. Like when he like becomes because he signs up with yeah. Tony on the Civil War. It's a big deal in the Civil War comics that not only does Spider Man reveal he reveals who he Parker. is. I'm Peter Parker, and mm-hmm. I am fighting with Iron Man, and I'm a, I'm pro registration. It's like mm-hmm. this big thing. In the, yeah. Cool. Which is why, like, it makes sense in Civil War that he's working for for Iron Man. But well, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie, now you don't need to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess that's it. Is there anything else that you can think of? Like, what was your favorite part? 
probably honestly probably all the scenes with like Thor and and like Rocket and Groot and them. I thought that those yeah. scenes were funny. Were pretty funny. Yeah, I just, their, their interactions <laughs> in general were all pretty funny. I mean, all the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, unsurprisingly, was some of the funnier parts. Like even the parts with the first time they meet Thor, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Nah, nah, nah. This is my this is my voice. This is my voice <laughs> yeah, <now."> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I swear he says he's invisible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, how long you been here? How long you been standing there? An hour. An hour. Like, <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. B, both B and my wife both agree that Drax is like. Dave hands Batista. down he is awesome he's yeah, so, so good he has the best lines amazing that they've managed to find the thing that dave batista is good at yeah really <laughs> yes but dave batista is also just if you don't know if you've seen like he's a, like a super good dude i haven't yeah. seen like i i mean i he did, he did wrestling and stuff but the only other movie that i've seen him in other than the galaxy stuff is uh blade runner specter oh well he's in blade runner so yeah. he's good in blade runner but like inspector he's awful yeah everyone but, is awful yeah, that, that, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put that on him but he's <laughs> awful all the time in yeah. that movie yeah so and like totally wasted yeah so it, it's easy to forget that he can be good in things but no. yes he is good in blade runner yeah but Blade Runner is 17 years long, so it's easy to forget. That yeah, he's in it. yeah, he's in the first the eighth We're of that not movie. Say what happens because this is not a Blade Runner spoiler. But yeah, Dave, okay, Dave Bautista easily is some of the funniest lines in that whole oh, movie. Oh yeah, just because yeah. he's he's so good at being like. Well, his character. His I mean, char- just stupid. Like, yeah, his character stupid. is the per- like, he's, he's the endearing. perfect random. He's the perfect random foil for any scene. Yeah. You can just like drop Drax in and you know that whatever line he going to deliver in his character is going to be automatically funny because it all fits Drax. Yeah. Um, it's great. I, I really like Spider-Man throughout the entire thing. Peter's. How'd you feel about that death scene? Holy shit. Yeah. Like, I was oh, intense, yeah. dude. And totally undermined by the nature of the movie and the movie business, but still. <laughs> yeah. I, I still, I, regardless of how I know it's going to play out, I still felt that scene was impactful. I don't want to yeah. go. Yeah. I don't want to go. It's an intense uh-huh. thing to say yeah. in a scene like that. Because he's still a kid? <laughs> yeah. yeah it, does, it does a good job of making you remember that he's like 15, 16 in the movie. Yeah. He's yeah. supposed to be young. Yeah. For, yeah. Like, yep. it's like in your high school or something. Yeah, um, Matt, favorite part? Um, my, I guess I already talked about it. it was any times that characters from different universes collide, from different movie series collided? So you know, I really loved seeing uh, Iron Man and some of the Guardians and Doctor Strange all together. You know, that kind of thing. That was really good. But I think the 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 moment in the movie that like actually hundred percent worked on me was when. Thor comes to town in the battle for Wakanda. Yeah. And it's just like, so much oh, to it. shit, people going to get wrecked now. Because <laughs> he spends the whole movie being basically impotent uh-huh. like, all the time. So then all of a sudden with that, it was It, it was, was really, feeling. really satisfying. It also serves as a way to set you up to be completely devastated <laughs> by his failure. Yep. Yeah. Like... Because it looks so final, like when he like chops Thanos, and then Thanos is like, "You should have gone for the head." <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah, exactly. Like that's like everyone in the theater was ready for the triumphant moment, and then uh-huh. Thanos getting away at that point. Yeah, and then at that point, like it's like a, a switch flips. Uh-huh. Like when he snaps his fingers, like the entire mood in the theater changes. Yep. Like, and I actually think that that's my favorite part is that like they're so adeptly able to navigate that, like. They play with your expectations and they use it as a they they go counter to those. I mean, for the last couple minutes of the movie, and it was really that was smart. The that last twenty really, minutes of that really movie smart. is repeated failures. That's all it yep. is. Repeated failures. Everyone can't fail to stop Thanos. 
She yep. literally destroys Vision, and you're like, oh, she did it. Nah, I'm just <laughs> kidding. She didn't do it. No, uh-huh. Thor's going to step in. Nah, motherfucker, Thor can't do it either. Uh-huh. No one can do it. Thor does it. Like, that's the thing, is that, like, you you see it happening. It's like, there's no way that Thor didn't do this. <laughs> and then the way that he doesn't do that do it is, like, disappointing but believable. He could have aimed for the head or the arm. <laughs> right, just, just, just came for the, to get rid of the arm. Get rid of the gauntlet. <laughs> I mean, they almost succeeded when they were taking him on, but fucking Peter Quill fucked that up. Like they were fail over and over again because of, yep, arrogance, emotions. Yep, everybody should just be robots. That's why Ultron actually would have won. Oh well, if he didn't finish destroying the planet, <laughs> well, he would have killed all the humans, and it would have just been a planet of Ultrons to fight right, against. Right, but but then but then they would have won. That's, so, but if the Avengers that's Earth. can beat Ultron and Thanos can beat the Avengers and literally every hero in the Marvel universe, then it stands to reason. <laughs> that's Earth fourteen twenty five or something. Probably. Right, exactly. It's just Ultrons. It's yeah. just Ultrons. Yeah. Well, there is a comic literally about that. the The comic series Age of Ultron is where Ultron did take over. Uh, cool. So. Anyways, all right. Video games. Video games. All right, thanks for listening. Goodbye.